0: In five, four, three, two, one, let me try. Who are you?
1: He had a voice that could make a Wolverine purr.
0: That's what I'm talking about, man. Wait a minute. I know
1: you. Check out the name tag. You're in my world now, grandma. I know that, dude. He's a modern day
0: Yoda. I'm your bearer
1: Allow myself to introduce This is the Mike Rutherford Show on the Big X. Sportos, motorheads, waste oids, dweebies, they all adore him. They think he's a righteous dude. Alright.
0: Okay. All right. All right, all right, all right. All right. Welcome, everybody. It is the first Friday of 2024, Friday, January 5th. This is the Mike Rutherford Show. We're coming to you from the world-famous University of Louisville College of Business Studios here in lovely Louisville, Kentucky. If you're looking for a competitive advantage in today's data-driven world, look no further than earning your Master's in Business Analytics from the University of Louisville. You can do it in just 12 months. Delve into the world of analytics and data visualization, learning essential tools like R, Python, Power BI, machine learning, and more. These classes are now available both online and in person. To get started or learn more, visit business.louisville.edu today. We're on the air from 3.05 until 6 here on 1450 AM, 96.1 FM, streaming all over the land. You know us better as the Big X. Mike Rutherford and Trevor Kelsey with you on a Friday as we get ready for the first weekend of the new year. Happy New Year to Trevor Kelsey. What's a python? It's a snake.
1: So you can learn how to control snakes at the Louisville Bus- School of Business? Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Is there anything that place can't do? No. I'm just avoiding you saying Merry Happy New Year to me, by the way. Happy New Year.
0: Happy uh, New Tw- Year. 2025? 2024. <laughs> Fresh. Still new. First, uh, fifth day of the new year of th- out of 365 still Let me reply with counts that. as new. Well, happy Halloween then, Mike. Well, Halloween season's limited to one month. We're not there it's yet. It's not even one month. No, it gets a whole month, doesn't it? It gets a whole month yeah. for sure. How are you? how How was your Thursday night? How are you feeling on this Friday? You look great. Th- th- thank you. I can't see you. Just, <laughs> it's the best you've looked in years. I heard you
1: pass by. <laughs> did, did you sounded you? chipper, uh, just like Jones. Um, no, not doing all right. A little, little rough. Got to bed late last night. Yes. You think the, the fact that I've seen him before, I like, I could just be like, oh, I'll just turn this one off, but. I mean, I get caught down that rabbit hole of Game of Thrones binge, and I'm, I mean, I finished season five again last night. You're like the sweet spot too. I, I exactly, and I'm and I'm, I'm right at the spot where I'm still like complaining about things. Like, it's like, man, why don't they just like, the Tyros just take some soldiers in there and take the kids back from those religious fiends? I mean, it's, it's not that hard. Oh, no, the uh, the Sparrow. Yeah, oh, the Sparrow. I, I forgot how much I hated the Sparrow. Thank you. And I I thought I might be alone in that. Like the whole Sparrow storyline. No, good, good, okay. Not not hate like. You hate Joffrey, but, like, the storyline itself is just annoying. I hate the storyline,
0: and I hate the person. Okay,
1: good, good. Yeah. I, I'm making sure I'm not alone in this. That, you know, I'm just, like, being, like, contrarian, and everybody loves... I always thought it was annoying, too, and it lasts just way too long. Because yeah. it goes through season five and into season six.
0: Yeah. Like,
1: I think it goes all the way to the end of season
0: six, if I'm not mistaken. As much as I loved Marjorie Tyrell and, and some of the other characters that died when the Abbey exploded, I was fine with it because the sparrow died.
1: <laughs> the whole, the, the, the That's how much I hated him.
0: Spoiler, <laughs> just, sorry. It, I, I know, really.
1: It's just it's just so annoying because like at one point it's, I never thought a character or storyline would make me like I wish Joffrey was still here like Joffrey wouldn't put up with this crap
0: Joffrey is kind of like when I was talking about watching It's a Wonderful Life as I get older and thinking that um, uh, you know Mister Potter. Potter is kind of funny when I watched some old like Game of Thrones scenes the second time like or, or, I think I watched the whole show through like three times before it got to the last season. And like the, the more I watch it, and knowing that he dies also makes it easier. But like Joffrey's hilarious. Like some of the things that he says, where he's like, "Like they say, Stannis never smiles. I'll give him a smile, a red smile from <laughs> ear to <laughs> ear." And I'm like, "I'm like that's hilarious." Like he's like the, the the kid who plays Joffrey is just like the perfect villain. Like just, uh, just yes, he does yeah, a great job. They cast the, the the absolute perfect kid for that role.
1: So that, speaking of spoilers, that was my night. Uh, after watching, whoa, Tad just woo hoo Showing up about as much as the Sparrow storyline did. I bet against you last night. I, I went well, home and I was like, I don't think Arizona's going to. I don't think that, this is going to be a close game. I I don't know why. I just I mean, Colorado's been solid this year. Arizona was was coming off a big loss of Stamper, which did worry
0: me a little bit. But I thought Colorado keep it around ten, not thirty. I teased it up to fifteen. <laughs> <laughs> I had, last night was one of those nights that like gets you back into because I, I you know college football the, the playoffs I, I did hit nicely on Washington but for the most part the bowl games were not kind to me I, I just need to stick to college basketball and I gave the pick out of Providence the other night and Bryce Hopkins gets hurt I didn't bet on it but last night I made I think four bets and I hit all of them. I, I, I bet Arizona I went against you. I felt bad about it, but I had to do ah, it. that's no, okay. It's, uh, I gave California. out the two picks of James Madison covering. It was five and a half. and it ended up being six when I got to it. Um, I, I gave that out, and I gave Oregon covering against Washington. I think Oregon actually ended up winning that game. So you shouldn't have given out to James Madison. That's what got the spread going up. Yeah, it may be. <laughs> but uh, I, I bet those three games, and then I parlayed the James Madison game with Minnesota covering against Michigan because Minnesota, I think, Minnesota leads the country in, like, covers, and Michigan – sucks and nobody's kind of correcting they've been terrible since the first five games of the year and i think minnesota actually ended up winning that one straight up too but i hit the parlay I hit the three straight up bets it was a nice night cashed in felt great i, I did feel bad about betting against you but like i saw the spread i think it was 13 when i got to it, and I, was like, it was, I, 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 I was like i think they're gonna win big and i went ahead and teased it up to 15 to get more money and i felt pretty good about it at halftime
1: i mean it's i was the same way when i, I got to it it was it had gone up to 13 and i thought all right i just got an extra point Eh, no, no, no yeah. maybe 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 I should have just like reverse the numbers and gotten thirty one. Old weekday TK is back, so <laughs> feels good to be my old self. Uh, not not back yet. I'm still I'm still I still have a winning record. Does St John's play tonight? Uh, I don't think so. I, I don't there's a couple Big Ten games tonight. I know. I, I'm, I'm I might just go back to my original plan of just betting on Rick and betting against KP every game.
0: It's, look, not the worst player in the world. We do have Illinois-Purdue tonight, which is a big one. Ooh. Uh, UConn plays Butler. What's the line on that game? Uh, Purdue is at home, so they're minus 10.5. A, a lot of points. Large but line. do like Purdue. And then Boise State, our boy, um, yeah, well, Larry Ustaishi, who's the oh. – well, you remember we found out he's the special assistant at Boise State. Under Leon Rice, they're playing San Jose State tonight, which we'll will be a of, late kind of night.
1: Special tactics does he do? <laughs>
0: I don't know, but Leon Rice is the co- like one of my favorite coaches in college basketball. Is Leon Rice? By the way, we'll do the uh, the, the coaching candidate of the day today. Uh, that'll be Yay. fun. We'll get to that. Maybe it will be Leon Rice. Who knows? Maybe it'll be Rick Pitino. Maybe it'll be you know, Dad Mata. They're all in action tonight. Besides Pitino, we'll get to all that good stuff. We'll hear from you on the Thornton's text line as well. Hit us up at five zero two four one four fourteen fifty. First weekend of the new year, TK it's like this is kind of what I feared where like like we're looking at men's college basketball kind of trying to carry us into March and besides NFL playoffs will be fun but the NFL sucks this weekend because they have this you know week 18 has become a glorified extra bye week for, no, for all these teams no
1: it's become it's become the the replaced week four of the preseason yeah yeah I mean you're exactly That's right pretty like, much what they did like we're going to take away a preseason game and give record but then in this last week or t- sometimes two weeks of the regular season, in some teams' case, yeah, it's become preseason,
0: it's and like- it's it's not just the teams that have locked up like ooh top seeds. You understand why Baltimore would sit Lamar for this game, but like the Rams are. They're either the six or the seven seed, and they're like, eh, we don't really care. It's kind of all the same to us. We're resting all of our starters. The Browns are locked into the five seed. They're resting Joe Flacco. Like, nobody, it's hard to figure out who's playing who, so if you're in one of those stupid leagues that actually plays their fantasy championship this week, first of all, fire your commissioner. Second of all, good luck to you. I'm sure you're picking up, like, you know, third-string quarterbacks that are way, way down on waiver wire, because it's just, uh, it's... It's going to be a dull last weekend of NFL football. It'll pick back up, of course, next week once we get to the playoffs. But for right now, it's kind of like college basketball is is steering the ship for a little bit. And unfortunately, we're sitting here and we're like, I mean, no, I don't think anybody wants us to talk about the pick game today. I, I don't think anybody cares. I, I do uh, I, I legit I don't think really. there's no buzz whatsoever for an ACC game as we start the new year. Uh, noon at home. I'd almost rather talk about Michigan and Washington, which is Monday. I would, too.
1: I'd rather talk about... I would. We do have other things to talk about. And there's some transfer portal news, updates for the There's from portal departures. news. We've
0: got bad news on the basketball yeah. front. Well, we will talk... Um, I thought we already mentioned the pit game. Well, no. We, yeah, <laughs> not, not that. We'll, we'll get into some other stuff. We did have a, a positive story last night. UVA women looked really good. Caught Dominate. most of the game last night on ACC Network. Uh, hammered Duke 61-44. Won with defense. The 1,000th win in program history. Which is pretty damn cool, by the way. Jeff Walls almost has half those wins. Like you knew that he was kind of the godfather of this program, and if you'd have asked me, I'd have said more than half. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, but you think about how long Louisville's played women's basketball and a thousand know, wins. You are thinking, you know, Jeff Walls has only been around for for you know how like what 15, 16 years at this point. Like I know that we'd never been to a Sweet Sixteen before he got here, but four hundred and fifty three of the one thousand wins in program history are under the direction of Jeff Walls, which is. Kind of nuts. I mean, he is. I know he doesn't have the national titles yet, but he's the Denny Crum of the women's basketball program. There's no way around it. He took a, you know, good, not great program. I know men's basketball was probably in a stronger spot when Crum took over than women's basketball was when when Walls got here. But he did the same thing that Denny did in terms of elevating the program and getting them consistently to that next level and making them something more than what they were when he arrived. I and mean, women's basketball was just kind of. Let's be real. When you and I were growing up, it was sort of an afterthought. We knew we had a women's team, but there weren't, you know, you, you weren't getting seven, eight, nine, ten thousand 10,000 people for every single home game. You, you you didn't see that team on an annual basis. You, you didn't have all these trips to the, you had no trips to the Sweet 16. Like we were barely ever going to the NCAA tournament and nobody was really paying attention. He has turned the women's basketball program into something that we are very proud of and that has become, you know, one of the, most supported programs in the entire country every single year and uh you know while it's not all on him to get this program to a thousand wins certainly the numbers showcase just how much you know he's meant to this program but big time victory last night for the cards moving to uh, i believe 3-0 and in the acc now still are 2-0 and in the acc 13-2 and overall we're i mean look the acc is it's a good league I feel like we have just as good a shot as just about anybody besides maybe Virginia tech of, of, of taking this thing down. So pro- props to the ladies last night, getting it done on national TV. It was nice to watch competent basketball inside the KFCM center for the first time in a while. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't see people there. Um, no, I, I
1: don't think it's a far stretch. to Say he's, he's the, the women's version of, our, of Denny Crum. I mean, no, I mean, we don't have final fours before he got here in women's basketball, but we, he took over a pretty nice little uh, base set when, when he got here from the, the previous staff with, Angel McCautry and Company, who'd been to three straight tournaments, so I mean, he just he he took the baton and took it to the next level, though, and at the same time, perfectly timing it up with the rise of kind of popularity of women's basketball yeah. as well. I mean, one reason why you know now, a we yes we weren't you know we weren't Tennessee and USC and and, and Louisiana Tech, which is weird to say sometimes of, of of the sport, but you know looking you know look at the records. I mean, we we actually. I'm not even realizing this, we'd had some decent tournament runs in the in the in the '90s, just never making it past second round. But
0: not really a run when you win one one game. Well, yeah.
1: <laughs> we went to the second round what one, two, three times in the '90s. That's not bad.
0: It's it's, but still no no real runs.
1: <laughs> no, well, that's a just a slight jog.
0: It's more of <laughs> hey,
1: like a a walk to the second round. Hey, for me, from the first second round's a run. Okay, that's, <laughs> a brisk walk. That that's that, that's 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 how long I go before I get the rascal out. Right? I mean it's. That's that's a pretty guy. I'm already out of breath. I think rascal is probably the more
0: <laughs> apt comparison. We, we rascaled our way to the second round a couple times, including beating Rebecca Lobo, if I remember right. Boom! Yeah. Yes. Okay. I, by the way, I said Virginia Tech. I mean, NC State clearly has established themselves as the team to beat in the conference. You know, they had the big win over UConn early in the year. They're still unbeaten, which I okay. They're so they have, one of.
1: They, they played us yet?
0: No. I mean, that's why? Yeah, they're one of three unbeaten teams in women's college basketball. South Carolina number one in the country. UCLA is number two. And then NC State checking in at three. I guess Baylor's undefeated, too, but they're not in the top five. Because uh, we have to have Kaitlin Clark at number four, even I'm, with the one loss. Yeah, what, whatever. Okay. Whatever. Get over it. What's you doing? Uh, well, did you see what they did last night? No, I didn't. They had a Kim Mulkey night where they all wore, uh, like, crazy sequin dresses in the crowd and stuff. Uh, I, I was like, just kill me. Just, 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 <laughs> the fact that we're celebrating <laughs> this woman just absolutely drives me crazy. Like, she's the worst. She's the absolute. Is there anyone
1: you despise more in in coaching in men's or women's either one than Kim Mulkey? I
0: I think I don't. I I think I dislike her more than I dislike Davo. Honestly, what about what about uh, Mulkey's the worst? uh, Pearl. I don't like Bruce Pearl at all. But he's less of like 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 you know he's not winning national titles. I I know he came close, but like yeah. He's, I really don't like Pearl either, but (laughs) he'd be behind both Dabo and Mulkey, maybe just because of their success. Pearl's more of just like a snake. Like, like, Mulkey Pearl's because of the snitching thing and everything. Yeah, Yeah. he's just, he's a snake. Like, 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 if I didn't know any better, I'd be like, oh, this guy's so fun. But, you know, I I think that just, you hear stories and like, you kind of, everybody in coaching knows just- how much of a conniving, like, just... Yeah. Like he was blackballed for, what, like, four years or something? When, it should have been a lot longer. But the, look, N- the Illinois like, incident? A, all these people have one thing in common. They're all good coaches. I think that was actually, like, the worst coach out of those three. But, he, you know, he had... He had all-world quarterbacks for a little bit of time, and a great system. Back-to-back, you know. yeah. By the way, we, uh, we we don't play NC State until we face them in Raleigh on February 5th. Notre Dame's also back to being good this year. We'll, we'll play them nice. at the Yum Center the next game. And then the the, the Mat- we played Notre Dame twice this year. We'll wrap up with them in South Bend before the ACC tournament. So, yeah, the schedule is not going to be easy. The Virginia Tech game, because VT is, is very good as well, um, that doesn't happen until February 18th. So, our February, like the rest of this month, we get you know, we'll play some good teams in conference. I mean, Miami was nationally ranked when we beat them over the weekend. Duke is a good team. Um, you know, we'll, we'll face some quality opponents, but North Carolina will be tough at the end of the month. But the big dogs in this league, the the, the, the four teams that are ranked above us in the top twenty-five right now, we play all of them in February. So, buckle up. <laughs> Two, I'm on the road with
1: NC State and no Dame as you
0: mentioned. Yeah. At least we get the return game with Notre Dame. I don't think that we get, I think we just play NC State once. Yes, we do. Yeah. Which sucks. And I think Virginia Tech uh, once, which thankfully is at home. But, you know, then we get the conference tournament too. But th- this year, with so many new faces, basically having an entire new team outside of Olivia Cochran and I guess Marissa Russell, and, you know, who were kind of bit players last year outside of Cochran. Like, if he can get this team to being a top four team in the ACC, and, and we can, you know, make another run to the 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 Sweet Sixteen, it'll be one of Jeff Wallace's best coaching jobs. Like, like he will have done a remarkable job with with this group, and hopefully we can have a little bit more continuity as we go into next year and be back to being a legit national title contender. Although, who's to say we're not right now? We we'll, we'll get better.
1: We definitely will. My my dream is just to beat LSU in the regional final. I would. Oh
0: God, it, lead I, a. I don't.
1: I don't want to make, make it. it make
0: this whole year worth
1: it. I know some people are like. Well, what about? What if you beat them in the final four? We'd beat them in the national title. That'd be cool. Okay, too. I just. I, I'd almost rather beat them in the final Same. four to, so they can't even go to the keep final keep them off board. the big stage. Like, exactly.
0: Like make their season an overwhelming disappointment.
1: Yes. Yeah, I, I'm hundred percent there with you. Now, I'd like to win
0: after that, but well, you know, we'll, we'll cross that bridge when we get to it. God, just saying that gets me all excited. I would love. <laughs> mulky cries. I don't know. Am I asking too much now? Like, Mulky crying. Just, just Walls walks up to her and just pulls a tissue out of, like, of his sleeve and hands it to her. Just keeps walking. And just walks
1: away. Yeah. He goes up to- Dry herself her. off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was, here's, here's a Trevor random movie moment of, of the day. In Rush Hour, when, when he, Chris Tucker walks out and just, wipe yourself off. You dead. <laughs> that would be great. It'd- wipe yourself off there,
0: Kim. You gone. It would be wonderful. <laughs> On the the, the the men's basketball side of things, the news is as it tends to be, yeah, less go. exciting. Yeah. Um, I mean, and I'm not talking about on court results. We know Virginia was bad. We, we, we know that Pitt will probably be bad tomorrow. <laughs> I like when you start with a depressing mode about the basketball. we are like, "Did we already talk enough about the game?" <laughs> We're not talking about the game. No, I know. Uh, yesterday we get the news. It happened pretty much right when I got home from radio. I think we as soon as we went off the air. Yeah, it was it was pretty quick. Uh, Dennis Evans, the star center, I mean, fan favorite for sure. It is announced by U of L just kind of succinctly and and kind of out of nowhere that he has not been medically cleared to play at U of L anymore. And then there was a clarifying statement by I think Zach Greenwell to Matt McGavick saying, like, like he basically saying he hasn't been cleared by U of L doctors. He'll never play here. Like that's the the long and short of it. I guess they can't definitively say like his basketball career is over because there's a possibility that you know you could go to if you transfer to a different program their doctors could come to a different conclusion so I guess legally you can't just say well he's like, he'll, he'll never play basketball again but the assumption is well, that she was bizarre to say yeah it? <laughs> there was a discovery of, of something that as a result of uh, of what was discovered he can't be clear to to perform in any basketball tasks uh, for you know, medical purposes I, I will say that I heard something along these lines, uh, like a week and a half ago, over the holidays. Like I always say on the radio, I hear a lot of stuff, and if you don't, you know, if you don't have it, like from a definitive source, you can't really like go forward with it. I, I think that, I mean, everyone's mind kind of jumped to the same place, didn't it? Like, when when you heard this, what did you? What, what, well, what were you saw, thinking? My first thing I wondered is. What do I believe because of the well, Caron Davis that's, stuff? Th- that's th- honestly that's totally fair. Like, I mean, like, that was I and I. I there and were a lot of people. I, was, I
1: talked. You remember after the show last night? I was like, you know, I don't know what to believe. I mean, sure. Uh, that, that, that's honestly, like, I, I want. I, it's just kind of it's we're at right now.
0: That's a talking point here as well because there were a lot of people last night in my mentions responding to to other people on Twitter saying, like, this sounds like another Quran Davis situation. Yeah. They're, they're trying to cover up something. I'll, I'll bet my my next paycheck that he's somewhere else playing next season. He's just sitting out because he's done with KP. All these rumors about kids that weren't going to come back after the, the holiday break are coming true. Oh, that's believable, if you think. I mean, you, it, can, it it is. you,
1: can, make, you can make it believable.
0: I, I will say right at the outset, I, I I am 99.9% sure that that's not what's happening here. It is a medical situation it's not anything to do with you know not wanting to play here and just wanting to sit out and maintaining eligibility and entering the portal or whatever. But this is where your bungling of the the, the Caron Davis mm-hmm. situation comes back to bite you. Like this, is a, you understand why Louisville fans would hear this and be like, "Here we go again!" Like it's just another like he's got beef with KP and they're not being honest with us. And I do think there's been a little bit of a lack of 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 transparency. They've been referring to Dennis Evans's injury for the last several weeks as a a shoulder injury. I think it started as a shoulder injury. I I think that he's been held out recently because of uh, of of something else, and and, I mean we're we're dancing around it. I I think a lot of people, if you read the release and took it at face value and said this isn't a like you know Karan Davis type situation, I think a lot of people immediately jumped to it's it's probably something to do with his heart and. That is what I've I've heard for the last week and a half. I know UofL can't release it for HIPAA purposes, and you know the families. I'm sure trying to keep it. uh, You know they they're going to go out and get a second opinion. They're going to go see and see if there's a possibility that Dennis could resume his basketball career. And like that was the that was all I heard. No specifics outside of that. Just just kind of heart thing. And. I get why people immediately I – mean, it's where my mind went to. When you look at him and you, you look at some of the past cases of this, you think Marfan syndrome, which is something that has been an issue for basketball players who look like Dennis Evans for a long time now. You think back to I – mean, we had Clarence Holloway, who, similar build, comes here. Um, they. You know, I remember him, yeah. Yeah, they, they discover the heart issue during, I think, preseason, and he never ends up playing here. More, Maybe more – well, known was Isaiah Austin from Baylor a few years ago, who again, like similar build as, as Dennis Evans. They're all kind of over seven foot tall, very slender. They've got they, they wear the sports goggles because they have nearsightedness, is a thing with Marfan syndrome. And he finds out as he's getting ready to go to the NBA draft that he's got this, and you know, the NBA draft ends up honoring him that year with like an honorary pick because he can't play. And I think he actually ended up Getting cleared to play and played overseas for a little bit after a few years. I don't know how that worked, but that was a a big story at that time. There've been a couple of other cases, and they all kind of have that same same look as Dennis Evans. They're they're the same physically. They have the same nearsightedness, and it's easy to jump to that conclusion. I can't say definitively if that's what's going on here, but if it is, like I can't imagine I mean, from everything that I've heard. The kid is just—he's wonderful. He's—he's—he's be he's, he fully played into like the memes that Louisville fans had. He chose Louisville at a time when the program was at, at you know, rock bottom. It still kind of is, but he could have gone a lot of different places. He's a top twenty-five recruit in the country, and I, I can't imagine hearing that type of news at eighteen, nineteen—that you may have played your last game. Um, but at the same time, if this is the situation you know, discovering it, whether it was through a routine in-season physical or because of this shoulder injury or, or, or whatever it was, you, know, you, you say maybe it saved his life. Like, you know, if he'd kept playing, I mean, he was playing in games, he was a starter at the beginning of the season. If that had continued and he had you know, had something catastrophic happen during a game, I mean, that that, that would be you know, just, I don't, I don't know how, you know, we re- react to that. I don't know how you go on from that. So thank goodness this was discovered if this does wind up being the case. I, but I, still, it's impossible not to just feel terrible for him. I don't know how you process something like this at 18, 19 years old when you almost certainly have had a life plan built out in your mind that has involved playing this game for a a long, long period of time, and now all of a sudden that is is being put in limbo with one piece of news. So thoughts are with Dennis. I hope that he hears good news at some point. It sounds like it's not going to be here uh which 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 sucks there's no way around it it's just the you know it's it's the latest blow for us is a basketball program which obviously comes way below his health and, and, and his future but i, I and it do, it does and i hope he, he is better but i mean it's just i mean
1: it's just not like kind of fitting just the way this whole this whole 10 years gone
0: it does feel like this
1: is the, the next thing uh, yeah i mean it's just like and you're right i mean i, I don't you know I'm, I hope he is held. Maybe he gets to play somewhere else later on down the road. I mean, health or not, I kind of hope for that for him anyway. But, I mean, yeah, it just it just seems like just matched with the way the statement is done with the whole Cron Davis goof ups. We talked to you just mentioned, you obviously mentioned and just now that, I mean, this is your biggest recruit. And we, he played, what, four games? Yeah. I mean, we saw him maybe, what, five minutes a game. We haven't seen him since Bellerman, uh, you know. And obviously, you know. It, it's if there, it is the health issue, then again, I, I don't. You know, I, it's you know, don't don't play. Be take care of yourself. But it's just it is from a fan perspective. It's just like, like I just said. Like every news release I get, I thought just last night. Every news release I get from from Louisville, it's just I feel like Tommy Boy when the, the, the bench breaks. Yeah, it's just like I did. I really need to do. I did. I need that, and it's just not not to be a selfish fan in this perspective, but. I mean, we are sports talk radio, so that's kind of part of it. I mean, so.
0: No, it, it, it does suck for us as fans. And like I said, that comes far, far below the I agree. The, 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 the kid's personal news and, and his health and, and all that stuff. But from, for us and for the program, you know, the one thing that we pointed to as, hey, like this is good uh, of the Kenny Payne era so far was this 2023 basketball recruiting class. Yeah. You, you, you could say, hey, well, I mean, look. The guy had limited time to really recruit these kids. If you want to use the the NCAA cloud uh, as an excuse, you know, he still had that going on for most of the offseason, and he still landed a top five recruiting class. And the, class. The, the two headlining players of that class, one leaves before we you know <laughs> a week into practice, and now the second one plays limited minutes in five games and is never going to play here again. Like it's just you know, there's you know, the Kenny Payne air in a nutshell. Yeah. I mean, mean, one of those is just terrible luck with with, with the Evans thing. I think the Flowers thing is more like that's where you kind of delve in there and be like, this is more of our own fault as as a program, it seems like. And we don't have the the full story about what happened, although it's I mean, I I think it's kind of an Occam's razor deal where the simplest explanation is probably. The correct one, like this, this guy went through a few full practices with his staff and and this team, and was like, I don't think this is gonna be great for my draft stock. <laughs> a better situation for me might be playing overseas and remaining somewhat of a mystery, and it sounds like that's kind of been the case. Um, I think that that's probably just what happened here, and. But the Dennis Evans thing is just, you know, it's, we've had situations like this before where kids have had medical issues and, and they haven't been able to play or they've had injuries in season and they've been out. Like, that's more of a, you know, just, just terrible luck. There was no way for anybody to predict that or, or see it coming. And it sucks. Like, yeah. I mean, Dennis was, I think, said to be a fan favorite for a couple of years. Kenny Payne said in his press release. like Of all the players that we've had Kenny Payne kind of gushing over when, when they've announced their commitment to Louisville. They're signing with Louisville, whether it's transfer portal players or high school recruits. I, I think he was more adamant and more like in the corner of Dennis Evans than anybody. I mean, he went so far as to say, like in a couple of years, he'll be the best big man in college basketball. And I, you know, now it kind of looks like we would, if that happens, it's probably not going to be here. Was it wasn't, or it wasn't going to be with Kenny Payne as the head coach? But and he, and he was very raw when we did see him. too. He was. There, there's no question about it. But you saw. I mean, he he. The shot blocking instincts were there. Yeah. Um, you, you saw, I think, things that got you excited about the future. And now, I mean, for it, you know, forget it not happening here, but for it not to be happening. Period. For the kid, you, you just feel terrible for him. Uh, let's take a break when we come back. We, we have a couple of, I mean, the, the bad news kind of rolls on with the transfer portal stuff and on the football side of things. There are some good things potentially happening this weekend that we can talk about. But one big decommitment from the Louisville Football Transfer Portal class of 2024. We'll talk about that. Uh, and then we'll get to the Thornton's text on at 502-414-1450. Friday edition of the Mike Rutherford Show. It continues next here on 1450 and 96.1, The Big X.
1: never seen to find what I'm looking for, Oh Lord I pray you give me strength to carry on, cause I know what it
0: means, to
1: walk along the lonely street of
0: dreams. Yep. I like the, um, I like the music so far. Very '80s hits. I'm
1: good with it. I just, I started. I don't know why. I woke up with. We built this city in my head this morning, this afternoon. Like I just woke up and I'm, am going to the bathroom and I'm like, we built this city. <laughs> not the, not the song you think that to hum while you're sitting there taking a pee. And I so I just went with that song, and now I'm just kind of going with what's on the side of the trending next to that
0: video. I should remember my buddy So you know, the, the, the Trinity Snacks game is a big deal when you're in high school, those two schools. Well, when you're in those two schools. You're Wagner, no yeah. one gives a bleep. Well, if you, you don't go there. <laughs> yes. But so yeah, we are going to—we used to tailgate at Old Cardinal Stadium. Basically, like, the, there was like a hear no evil, see no evil policy for the school. They're, they're like— if, you, if you're drinking at Papa John's Cardinal Stadium, like, we can't help you. If you want to go somewhere else, like, just, just as long as we don't have to hear about it. So we all would go to, <laughs> love to Old Cardinal. And as we're like, me and my buddies, as we're pulling into like the, the Trinity tailgate, my buddy's like, all right, I've got have the right song for us to, to arrive. And I was like, what's it going to be? I'm, like, I'm thinking, like, you know, some rap of the time. And he just, as we pull in the parking lot, just blast, we built this city. I was like, <laughs> really? <laughs> That's a great song. I'm not sure if we're setting the right vibe here. I didn't I didn't hate yeah. it at the
1: time. I he, wasn't sure if you were going go with that or here I go again. That's why I wouldn't know the story was Both would have been great. I was like, which one's he going to go? Which one's he picking? I don't know. <laughs> Honestly, I mean,
0: I think I was already pretty loaded. So I would have been like, you could have played anything, and I would have been like, yeah. <laughs> here we go. Oh, man. <laughs> Speaking of... Uh, it says, "Let's get party and like start Well, actually, Jefferson, Jefferson started, Starship. It kind
1: of does if you think about it definitely Slick. Is party yeah, music. I mean, yeah, yeah. All right. Speaking
0: <laughs> of uh, '80s party music, are you ready for a little transfer portal talk? Oh yeah! Turn the radios down, people. Turn it down. Turn it up.
1: It's the transfer portal. The transfer. Portal. Who we got?
0: Who we got? get Maybe in the market for a new tight end. Right. <laughs> <That rhymes> good. <laughs> let's talk portal. <laughs> Louisville, first and foremost, let's talk about a couple of the guys who have left the program finding new homes yesterday. The two highest profile wide receivers to enter the portal from Louisville this offseason. They both found their new homes within like an hour of each other yesterday. With the minutes, yeah. I mean. Amari Huggins-Bruce, who has played here for, for the past three seasons, really you know got on the field the moment he stepped on uh, on campus. He's headed to South Carolina, which is back where he's from. Kind of an interesting choice. Like, I guess they're more when, – when you think South Carolina – I know they've changed the offense up recently. I still think more like ball control and not putting up a ton of points, but they're I guess they're trying to change that perception and and they see Huggins Bruce as a potential big time downfield threat. So but, ho- hope that works out well for him. That one didn't surprise because I think when we when he announced it, we kind of talked about whether like we could see him getting to kind of. We like, said we, I think you pointed at, you, you're like I bet he go somewhere in, in back in Carolina. Yeah, and power that, five and, program and somebody give him a
1: shot, you know? Because I mean, we thought he could he could have gone maybe the, the smaller route and maybe had a chance to. Make a bigger impact, but I think he felt like he wanted to still play at this level. And he and hopefully he can. I mean, against us, but and I could with his speed and everything, kind of like the Tyler, Tyler Ty Harrell thing. I mean, I could see somebody giving a shot
0: on him in South Carolina. definitely going to do that. Yeah. Um The other player, Kevin Coleman, who played one year at Jackson State, came here and played one year. He is headed to the SEC as well. He'll be playing next season at Mississippi State. I, I, I get the sense that Coleman like he may be a free agent every year. Like like he may do the yeah. thing where like I'm playing five years at five different schools. I'm thinking the same thing. It's it's feeling that way, isn't it? Which is fine. Like, you know, you, you can this, do it. This is this best school Colorado with Dion? I could see that happening. Now, how great a great story would that be? Which I guess you can't, you know, unless he redshirts, it's not gonna happen. To you you'll have the, the four years of eligibility. No more we're finally coming up and I cannot wait for this to happen, where the, the COVID year is gonna stop being a thing. Um I, I was thinking about this last night too, real quick aside. There was a the state of Louisville people put out like a 11 minute highlight film of just Ryan McMahon highlights, and I didn't realize how much I needed it until I watched it. I was like, "This is great." I, <laughs> you know, I need that. The crowd was wonderful. It's like you know there was so much energy. Like McMahon's going crazy after every big three that he hit. But I was thinking about this because I remember his like the day of all days in 2020, like when when the the bleep hit the fan, like the the, the day after the Donovan Mitchell, Rudy Gobert, Tom Hanks testing positive when when they shut down everything. Like I, I, just remember Ryan McMahon's tweet and him being like, "Not like this." And then I, th- I think I sent him a message, and he was just like, "He was crushed." You know, this was his last rodeo. He'd been in school for well five years. He redshirted his, his freshman season, and you know, this was it. All kind of felt like it was building up to this. You, know, you, you play through losing Rick Pitino. You play through the David Paget year. You, you, you stick with the the transition into Chris Mack, and it, now you get to reap the benefits—a true March experience for you as a contributor at U And then, bam. The rug is taken out from underneath you literally one week before the NCAA tournament is supposed to start. Like, we gave extra years, and I say we royally, like the NCAA gave extra years to everybody who was playing college athletics during that 2020 season, besides the kids who who were hurt the most by this. You know, besides like the Ryan McMahon's, the Tyler Sharps, the world, the guys who it was their senior year, their last year of eligibility and they didn't get to play in the NCAA tournament, or the baseball players who were just like a month into their season and didn't get to play in their last NCAA tournaments. Like, none of those guys get extra years of eligibility. I kind of feel like like I'm in favor of – I get why you give the extra year to like a a sophomore who didn't get to experience the end of his 2020 season and was hampered going into the next year because of all the COVID restrictions. But it feels like the the people that really just got crushed – by everything coming to a screeching halt in in mid March of 2020, were the ones that didn't get anything as a result of this. It kind of feels unfair. It is unfair. It's wildly unfair. But no, no, too late to go back now. In case some of those baseball players, they would have gone
1: and gotten drafted and, and not sure come wouldn't back. Would have gotten. Anyway.
0: Yeah, I don't think we would have gotten Reed Detmers for another year or <laughs> yeah. Bobby Miller.
1: We can dream, right? But I mean, you're right. We probably wouldn't, but you are right. Ryan coming back and getting. I mean, yeah.
0: Can we get him back this year? Is I mean, my point. It, it, Can we get Ryan McMahon on this year's team?
1: It's like it's like the somebody was like, well, twenty twenty doesn't count against eligibility unless you're a senior. Then it's good. You you got to. I mean, in their defense, you, like you don't I get guess, to play your postseason, though, I mean,
0: it's yeah, it was it was a wash.
1: Yeah, it's pretty much it's like well, then you know why? What's the
0: point? Yeah, and a lot of those spring sports like had barely started, or I think some of them hadn't even started, like lacrosse had like just been like a week into their season. Yeah, and nobody got those years back. So. And you
1: can't be like, well, well, if you if, you, if your team would have been good enough to. You know, air quote, make the tournament, then you get eligibility. Those other teams, no, you just, just let everybody. I mean, yeah, I mean, it, it sucks. Uh, just a long line of. of- bundling decisions throughout the, the 2020.
0: Yeah, I, I guess in their defense it was it was still so new that they were like they, you know nobody wanted to re- and then you know if you're a senior and it's June you have to make a plan like you can't just like you know bang but yeah I, I would have liked to have seen something done for them. I, there there was no easy solution, but I am ready to get to a point where we're not dealing with like these seventh year seniors and it's unclear if anybody has a year of eligibility left. I mean it was all season, it's still been going on like the lack of clarity on whether or not Isaac Garendo could even come back if he wanted to, and you know, I finally had to turn to somebody at the of and they're like, "Yeah, we think so." I'm like, we, "I'm like, how do you not know?" <laughs> um, but they, you know, I think they eventually figured Zampain it out. Zampain
1: keeps finding eligibility for. Zampain's
0: God. got another year after this. I did
1: find I mean, that there's out. No way he does
0: because last year somebody <laughs> with the basketball program was listening to our radio show when I was like. This is it for Zan Payne. Like he's done. He played four years at U of L and four years at U K, and now he's got the one year here. And somebody with the staff texted me. He's like, "Don't ask me how this is possible, but we found out that not only is Zan eligible for next season, he's got another year after that if he wants to use it." I mean, so, is he, he just is he like Van Wildering? It he's just purposely not graduating. I mean, maybe I would like I'd stay in that world if I could.
1: That would be his third senior
0: to. year, by the way, if he played next year. I mean, he may play next year. It just may not be here. I don't know. We'll, we'll figure that wow, out. Oh, yeah, that's a good point, yeah. But speaking of Isaac Arendo, th- there was the news yesterday that he is going to play in the, the East-West Trine Bowl. So, now they changed the rules up for these games where, like, it, it, it's open to any draft-eligible players, and you can technically go through that game and come back for school. I think a couple of players did, like, the Senior Bowl last year and ended up coming back to school. Not L, but just in, in general. Okay. So, it's not technically over but for all intents and purposes like like him playing in this game is a very very likely sign that we've we're not going to get Isaac back for next year i mean is
1: this, so can he can treat this kind of like maybe like the pre, the old pre-draft camps where you can go and maybe if you do well you you just keep your name in and you don't you can return
0: he could but m- m- more times than not when players like know what they're going to do like they yeah. they, they just they, they you know I, I think that him doing this is a sign to the the coaching staff and he's probably communicated it that he's he's done. And Joar Jordan will play in that same game. It'll be cool to see them share a backfield once again. But that news it makes the recruitment of Penny Boone, well I just love saying that name, all the more important than the, the the Mac offensive player of the year at Toledo last season. He's supposed to be and people keep saying this, like with like the like he will apparently be in town, which I don't know how to take that, but he's supposed to be in town today for his official visit, and then Florida State is trying to get him to go to Tallahassee tomorrow. We'll see what happens. But Penny Boone coming here next season would be an, an enormous ad. Um, did, did Florida State's – Benson he, he declared right the running back? Yeah.
1: Yes, he's gone. Yeah, I was gonna say, yeah, he didn't I play think, in the bowl game. Okay, I was gonna imagine. There's no way I can't imagine him coming back. He's like a, he's one of the top like four or five running backs in the. Track. Yeah, no, he he didn't play in the Orange Bowl. Okay, he's gone. Um, I just don't remember. I'd seen it. And I, I saw how they got their big defensive lineman back today, but yeah, Jack Sawyer. But that's that, I, I, I. I maybe I, I
0: assumed that just it, it fell under my radar when I saw Benson be declared or not. Yeah, he's gone. Bigger. the like the biggest piece of news though for Louisville in the transfer portal today, which was kind of came out of nowhere, is one of their big tight end acquisitions from the offseason from last month, uh, Ball State tight end transfer Tanner Kozio announced that he's not coming. He's decommitted from UofL, going back to Ball State. That's a blow. I mean, this is a first-team All-Mac guy that I think was the the one of the two transfers that you really looked at and said, like, this guy, Pennsylvania is a starter, we're going to use him a ton. We do still have uh, Mark Redmond coming over from San Diego State, who's a is a big-time Player there, and Isaiah Cummings coming in, the former male star mm-hmm. from from Kentucky. I, I don't know what led to this decision. I don't know. I mean, it, it, we do have a crowded tight end room now, but Kosio was was the guy that I think you looked at and said like he should be the standout. He's he's played a couple years. He was like has checks all the boxes for a guy that you can see playing in the NFL at some point. He's six foot seven. Now Rebin's a big big guy too hes 66255 also has some NFL uh, aspirations he's on a lot of draft boards so I think you still feel good about Mark Redmond it sounds like now because there was a lot of confusion about what what um, Jamari Johnson was going to do, we've heard nothing. He didn't en- and did not enter the portal at the first deadline. So I think you assume you're going to get Jamari Johnson back, who was a big time recruit last season. Nate Kariski is also coming back. Um, Dwayne Martin played a little bit this year. He's coming back. And then I think the guy that we've c- we kind of keep forgetting about because true freshmen are so often glossed over, Dylan Messman's like the second highest rated player in our recruiting class. He, he chose us over Michigan and Michigan State. Like he, he was a big time kid coming out of high school, six five, two thirty. I don't know if he gets on the field as a true freshman, but you still feel good about the tight end room moving forward because you've got him for hopefully you know three four years. But losing Cozio, I'm not gonna act like it's not a big deal. I would have loved to have seen him play at U of L. He was the third leading receiver at Ball State last season, and like he's a big target. Six foot seven tight ends are not not exactly a dime a dozen. So. Uh, best of luck to him going back to Ball State, but would have loved to have seen him come here.
1: And unlike Redmond, he, he's, he's
0: got, I he, think he's only a sophomore, so he's, he would have had like a couple of years of eligibility. Yeah, he would have been a junior first this year. Yeah,
1: with Redmond's, I think uh, this would be his only year. I don't know. Again, we've we discussed. We, he could it, maybe get another year. Yeah, another yeah. year. Yeah, who knows? Again, we. Like, <laughs> three more years away from being able to, to know actually what classes are again.
0: I mean, I saw somebody today, like some quarterback. I can't remember who – it wasn't Tungavailoa, who is still going to play next year. In Maryland? But, but it was well, he's entering the portal. Oh, he did? Okay. It was some that. other player who was like, he's been granted a seventh year of eligibility. I was like, Jesus, are, are we really going to – you know. I'm trying to remember who it was, but it was somebody where I was like, I thought they graduated like two years ago. Dylan Gabriel? <laughs> uh, it was Oklahoma State's quarterback, Alan Bowman. Uh, Seventh year of eligibility by the NCAA. He'd been at Texas Tech and Michigan before going and playing for the Cowboys last season. I mean, (laughs) good Lord, like seven
1: years. He played for
0: Cliff Kingsbury at Texas Tech. I was
1: just, do you you have any coaching changes that have happened in college football? I mean, most
0: college coaches don't last seven years at teams anymore. I mean, in college. These kids are less than seven years. And there are guys that we're seeing that were like, you were playing football when Lamar Jackson was still at UofL. Like, it's, it, it's absolutely. And I'm assuming
1: nuts. they, there's no way they're stopping to take classes to graduate, right? They've had to graduate. Years I think ago. if you take like what, like like two online classes, you're technically eligible. So he's probably just taking, he's, taking yeah. he's just filling out
0: surveys online once a week. Yeah. Pretty much. Well, I mean, who was the play? There was somebody last year who was like a six-year guy at Ohio State. who was like, he still didn't get his undergrad degree. He's like, he's like I don't know how it's possible either. I was Is like, it I was like, what, what, what are you doing? Uh, the other tra- remember when Andy Katsamoir got yes. suspended for failing
1: VCR repair? Yes.
0: The other news uh, from the transfer portal, uh, as far as visitors are, are concerned this weekend, Juriente Davis from Texas A and M. Which has been a lot of car- like lap, uh, like overlap between Louisville and Texas A and M during this portal season. He's going to be in town today looking at UofL, um, he'd be a nice little addition as well. I know that also the the, the Pember cornerback from Florida is going to be visiting Texas A&M, even though he's technically committed to UofL. So we'll keep track on all this madness. The, the madness rolls on, but kind of an up-and-down we could use a good weekend of news we, we we could use the penny Boone news i think everybody's very excited about potentially getting him but losing cozy old not great uh, some of the other guys that have entered the portal recently are somewhat of a surprise and, and a hit to next season but i think the good is still outweighing the bad right now when it comes to our offseason
1: of departures who's the one that like really made you kind of go like do a double take um, I mean, I already, I already tell you the the name on my list, which is. I was surprised
0: obvious. by Coleman. That was the—I mean, yeah. That because was I, I I know the staff did like him, but as far like Jeffrey, it, it felt Jeff, like he
1: was urged to take that next step to be the the thrash yeah. role next year. Yeah,
0: I, I do wonder if getting Colin Lacey was kind of like a, he didn't like that because yeah. they are similarly sized and maybe would play similar roles on next year's team. Cam Wilson leaving was one of the first ones that I really kind of was like, ooh Uh, because he he played uh, linebacker for us and would have presumably taken a step forward next year and gotten even more snaps Jeff Clark was another one that I was like I, I, I just did not envision him entering the portal there were some surprises there but like besides that like we've kept most of the big guys that we really needed to keep for for next season John Paul Flores was another one yesterday the the guard who came over from he played at Dartmouth in Virginia he entered the portal I think he's got one year of eligibility left he kind of was our sort of utility man on the offensive line. He was the the second guy to come in off the bench if we had guys hurt, could play a little guard. I think he could technically play center, but, so, you know, it's a hit to depth, but we've gotten a ton of, of offensive linemen in the portal. And yeah. hopefully those guys in last year's recruiting class that were so highly touted will be ready to to play a little bit. I know Luke has got on the field a little bit this season, but hopefully him and Madden Sanker and some of these other guys will be ready to at least contribute next season and help us build that depth. I, I think I know the answer. I thought I knew the answer to the last one, and you kind of led off with it, Coleman. I thought you
1: might have the same answer as me. But uh, reversing the, the the script here, who's the name that you were surprised that you didn't get to see going to the portal from us? Um, Not that you want to wish anybody to leave, but, you know, just that you kind of expected maybe, like, seeing Huggins, Bruce's name in the portal really didn't shock. I don't think it shocked me, and I doubt it shocked you, shocked you it as well. It didn't shock anybody. Uh, uh, yeah, but, like, I mean, there's, again, there's one name in my mind that I'm thinking maybe you're going to say as
0: well that you're surprised maybe is coming back, at this point at least. I mean, Jamari Johnson. There you go. Would yeah. be, yeah, we just talked about. Uh, there was a lot of buzz that he was leaning towards it. I mean, but, I mean, nobody else has been really a gigantic surprise. I mean, th- there are a lot of guys that didn't play a ton. And then Huggins-Bruce, you could see the writing on the wall there. Um, so, yeah, it, it hasn't been an overly shocking off season so far. I'm surprised, we, unless maybe,
1: again, under my radar, because, you know, kids announced left and right, that we haven't seen the quarterback names in the portal from from this roster that we expected to maybe not have back next year.
0: I think that will be a spring thing. Is that what that is? I think you'll see. I think the message to all these guys is it's an open competition. Okay. You know, Tyler Shuck's going to be on campus. I think he's on campus now getting ready for the new semester. Like, it's between you five guys. The battle starts now with off-season workouts, and then they'll go through spring practice. And, you know, I don't expect Jeff Brom to, like, name a starter in April or whenever spring practice is going to come to an end. But I do think that all of those kids will have a pretty clear understanding of, like, the hierarchy and if you're, let's just say that you know Brady Allen, who I do think was at the bottom of the totem pole this season, that like he was the sixth-string quarterback. Let's say that he's he's very clearly behind Harrison Bailey, Pierce Clarkson, uh, you know, even maybe Deuce Adams and and Tyler Shuck. Like maybe then is when he chooses to to shop around a little bit. Because remember, he didn't become available until like June of last year. He he was a late addition to us in the, in the portal. So. I he think kind of, all those want to get a feel of what Purdue, yeah, the
1: Purdue coach is going to do and stuff. Probably, yeah. I think
0: all those guys will go through spring practice, kind of get a, a sense of where they are going into the summer, and if they feel like there's just it's too, too much of a hill to climb to be the starter to be the second string for next season, then I think you'll see at least one of them hit the portal and try to find a new home. But that's uh, you know just just speculating. But that. Johnson probably the biggest. That, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I think yeah. that he there was a yeah. lot of talk that he made. We did Definitely. lose a uh, big kick, Nick Lopez, who yeah you know, was. A shining star in his limited time here uh, at U of L. He's in the portal as of uh, I think last week. But you we know, brought in a kicker from. We model, did. Yeah. You know, I guess Brock Travelstead. I wonder what he's going to do because we did sign a. I mean, we're giving a scholarship to a freshman kicker. You don't give scholarships to kids if you don't expect them to play. And we've got, yeah. <laughs> you know, Travelstead lost the punting duties pretty early on to Brady Hodges, the kid from Trinity. So you expect Hodges to to be retained as the starting punter next year. You expect Travelstead to travel on. I don't know. I mean, he's got I think at least one year of eligibility left. Wow, well, give at least a little pun on there. I mean, come on. Yeah, I liked it. I mean, you know, he's he's traveling mm-hmm. steady.
1: It's kind of better than the Republican bank ad of no overdraft fees. Nor <laughs> no more overdraft fees. I'm like,
0: play with a word. <laughs> yeah, Travelstead. Uh, he technically has oh, they don't cancel us because I just said yeah, the joke. <laughs> Travelstead has I at least one more year of eligibility. He was listed as a junior this past season. He got here in 2020. Um, I think he – well, I guess he – I think this would be his last year because he did handle the kickoff duties in 2021, played in all 13 games. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, he's got one year left. It'll be a battle. It'll be a competition. We'll see ah, what happens. Ah, the battle for kicker. We'll see what happens. But the, the the portal season rolls on, rages on. Any position in football that's more important but gets less
1: respect than kicker.
0: I always thought it was so strange. And now, Alabama's like the last like several years, they've had really good kickers. But remember 10, 15 years ago where they just always had a crap kicker, and it was like, it it was like, Saban thought it was beneath him to go out there and get a good. I was like, "You're Alabama for God's sake! I'm pretty sure you can go out there and find a good kicker." But they would always they'd play these tight SEC games against like LSU and these low scoring games where if they had a decent kicker they'd be up by two or three scores. And you're like, "Why don't you just go out and get a good kicker?"
1: Meanwhile, Bobby Bounds out there just begging for a kicker to
0: get one, and not go wide right. Yeah, I mean it's a it's a big deal to have a good kicker. It's, I mean, they have
1: to, they, Sebastian Janikowski was like a recruit. They like went and hunted him down. They were like, "We got to find this guy."
0: I and mean, think about those years where we had like Art Carmody, who you knew oh, was, was yeah. automatic inside fifty. You you were not concerned at all. Like when you got across the an opposing team's thirty-five, you're like, well, we at least have three points locked up.
1: I mean, I'm, just, I'm not just a football. I think in any sport, there's no position that gets less respect, but is more important than kicker. I totally agree. I mean, they get mocked. They get made fun of. The lone
0: kicker in
1: every level, especially in high school, kickers. You have no idea how valuable kickers. In it's high. huge.
0: It's huge in high school. It's maybe it's right at a quarterback. I mean, if Travelstead doesn't hit that fifty-three yard against NC State, like you know, we don't play in the conference yeah. championship. Probably we lose that. that really. Tough to swallow game in Raleigh. What would be the next position in sports, you think? Butter? But
1: <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Probably. Long snapper. I mean, soccer teams are big deal. all leads
0: back to soccer. We don't like people who use their legs. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> all right, let's take a break. We'll come back. Four o'clock hours up next. We'll turn things over to you guys. Only Thornton Sex on at 502 414 1450. Happy Friday to you. Made it to the weekend with all of us here at 1450 961, the Big X. Because I know. walking. Hawk- Friday here on the Mike Rutherford Show in 1459. It's one of the big acts. I saw a poll the other day online. And I don't I don't think you're a big enough fan, and I'm probably not
1: to answer this, but are you more Bond Scott or uh, Brian Johnson, ACDC? I
0: have no idea what that means. <laughs> you know the original singer died, right? I did know that, yeah. I, but I don't. I, I know nothing about which songs were with which guy. And Back in Black was the beginning of the Brian Johnson era. I know you've yeah. talked about this on, on the radio before, and I know I've been enlightened before, but I, I, I don't remember.
1: You know, you can it's kind of hard. To, I mean, I know I'm, true fans would probably like mock me for this, but like I still, it's like it's like the Asian guy they got to replace uh, Steve Perry and Journey. Like I can almost, I can sometimes tell the. It's hard to tell the difference between Bond Scott and Brian Johnson to me. Like they sound so much alike. It's like you couldn't have found a better replacement. Okay. I mean, would you rather really talk about the pit game? No. Okay, thank you. No. <laughs> It's same That's like, what I'm going to do every time. You, when I can tell you, you're just like, why are you talking about this? I'm going to say, do you want to talk about Pitt? And I'm like, never mind, go on. Hmm. <laughs> okay. That's fine. Like I'm blackmailing you with Louisville basketball.
0: <laughs> we found out yesterday that Fran McCaffrey, very interested in the Louisville job. <laughs> uh, would you like to give me a number 1 through 75 to find out who's very interested in the Louisville job today? It's your coaching candidate. Of the day, we try to, get, to start the music. Maybe not today,
1: right? We're gonna we're gonna get some you can music. play it right now if you want to. Well, I don't have it queued
0: up. A I'm little sorry. bit of muscle in my life, a little <laughs> bit of Hurley on the side.
1: We'll have to do it next time. I don't have it queued up. I'm okay, sorry. that's fine. All right, one through seventy-five. Give me a number. Um, let's go with number thirty-one. Okay, mm-hmm. Reggie Miller, baby. Let's see. Ooh. Ooh,
0: who we got? I like this. Dick, my my good today? We need, we need smarts to lead this program moving forward. We need somebody with a clear vision and a clear sense of what to do. <laughs> did not say
1: the names with smarts? Like Maybe
0: smart. someone with I don't know, an Ivy League background. Ooh, ooh. Perhaps Mitch Henderson from Princeton, coming off of a Sweet Sixteen appearance a year ago. Is that is that who is that who we're talking about? That's I've heard. I've heard through sources that Princeton's Mitch Henderson would be very interested in making the leap from the Ivy League to the ACC. I mean, if you can win in Princeton, you can win at Louisville, right? He's got the Tigers right now at number 31 in the net rankings. They've only lost once this season in a close away game to a good St. Joe's team. They haven't really beaten anybody of consequence. They did open the season with a neutral court win over Rutgers, which is nice. Uh, But they will be the powerhouse of the Ivy League again this season, projected to make the ncaa tournament yet again last year of course they shocked your national champion pick arizona yeah, I know. and then beat missouri by 15 before losing to creighton in the sweet 16 yeah, i
1: realized mitch Anderson almost had as many wins in the tournament last year as, as as kp had all season
0: he has won more games in the ncaa tournament than we have since 2015 so <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> doubled up that win total he's young right
1: in isn't isn't sure. like his four, early 40s maybe yeah oh he's from vincennes
0: indiana Ties to the area. Ties to the area. He is uh, 48 years old. Yeah, not bad. A lot of coaching left in him. He did earn his BA and uh, AB from,
1: from I don't know what the difference is at Princeton economics. Very smart guy. Played at, uh, Coached at uh, played at Sligo. Ooh, born in Vincennes, but grew up in Lexington, Kentucky. As <sighs> a teenager, attended military academy in Culver, <laughs> Indiana. To cut
0: ties with with Lexington. I don't know. Is it's Culver's good. from Culver, Indiana? This is knocking him down my board. <laughs> This is knocking me down, knocking him down. He's going from, like, number 15 to number 16. But there it is. That's your coaching candidate I, of the day. I, I'm okay with that. There we go. We've got Fran McCaffrey. Hire him right now. Fran, do you have Fran McCaffrey above Mitch Henderson, or what's
1: your order? Ooh, because um, you know I'm old school, so I, Fran doesn't bother me.
0: But I'm I'm going Mitch. I mean, Mitch gets the sweet 16s. Fran doesn't. Mitch gets the pitch. Mitch Mitch is the pick.
1: <laughs>
0: Mitch is my new number one candidate, Fran McCaffrey's too. There we go. Uh, don't ditch Mitch. Don't ditch Mitch. Get hitched to Mitch. Get
1: hit, Oh, there you go. Hitch with Let's get hitched with Mitch.
0: 502-414-1450 <laughs> is the Thornton's text line. Thornton's is hooking you up with the best deals all basketball season long, all New Year's. Download the Refreshing Rewards app. Become a Refreshing Rewards program member today, and you'll save money when you need to fuel up at the pump. Or when you want to stop inside for a tasty treat at any one of this area's 25,692 Thornton's locations. There's that many of them for a reason. Take advantage of their deals and then text us at 502-414-1450. Are you ready for some tax? Uh,
1: yes. Yeah. I'm sorry. I, just, I can't believe I, really, I was just looking at Princeton's thing. I was like. I don't know if Pete
0: Carell's been retired retired in 96. I felt like he went longer than that. No, he had that uh, the, the, that, that night, one that, really good season and then called it quits. Yeah. I, you're right. I just, got, remember we got they got screwed by being a five seed. <laughs> no, it was last season they were thirteen. No, but I'm saying like that Pete Carell team. Do you remember that? They lost like one game the entire season and then remember back in the day, like we didn't have bracketology? That was that wasn't Carell. that
1: was the guy who replaced him, Bill Carmel. Oh, was it? Yeah in 97? Yeah, that was Bill, that was Bill Carmody's second year. Oh, wow. The year before he was actually 24 and 3 and they, they and they were the 12th seed, but that was the at the start of a three tournament
0: run. Yeah. They were so good in those in those years. But do you remember that year where like we didn't have bracketology so we you never like really knew where a team was going to be and if we you know, if they if their seeding didn't directly correlate to their national ranking, it was like this huge scandal. And so nobody knew where Princeton was going to be. I remember they got like a five seed, and everyone was like, they got screwed. They should have been a, a two seed or a one seed. And we were like genuinely surprised. Like, I kind of missed that part th- those, those days a little bit. It is. Uh, yeah.
1: Yeah, no, his last season was UCLA upset. Oh, uh, that's, right. that's right. It was right because they were defending champions. And, he just and then, died, uh, I think, a couple summers ago. That's, I mean, I'm not be really me, I was like, I'm surprised. Yeah. Because <laughs> he looked. He looked like Gollum when he was at his last season at UCLA. He looked pretty old then. He did.
0: Yeah. There's something to be said for like looking really old at a relatively young age because then people just think you're 90 for like the last 30 years of your life. I can relate. Yeah. <laughs> Trust me. I had a dream that I had hair and it all went white last night. Really? Yeah. yeah. I was like, oh.
1: you, had, you thought you, you dreamed? Of, is it Now, is that a, is that a nightmare or,
0: or a good dream to pack because you had hair? I would like to, yeah. i, I'm I would have liked how that goes. I would have liked to have gone gray. <laughs> that would have been a nice luxury to have. Texter says, uh, this is a KRC text, it's obviously for Scoots, but it makes me laugh. I said, I hope Gil isn't watching Grey's Anatomy in the, quote, man room. <laughs> we, we <went> down. <laughs> okay, I, I, apparently Scoots watched Grey's Anatomy, I guess. I, does, does that still show still on, by the way? I think it's just ending. I've, I think they've been like, I've seen promos for like the last season, for like the last five years. So I think it's either over or it's it's definitely ending soon.
1: Grey's Anatomy was a key point in the trial I was a juror, jury on. A little really? Really? Because one of the witnesses that they, they brought in to def- go against the uh, the person who was being accused, she they, they, they emphasized the, the time frame because it was at like 10.02, and she's like, I just started watching Grey's Anatomy. Mm. And they kept pushing Grey's Anatomy. I just remember thinking like, huh, Grey's Anatomy is a key point of a trauma. <laughs>
0: well, apparently Gil watches it. I've never watched a medical show. I didn't know Scoots and Gil had a man room. I <laughs> think that be the living room? The more I hear about Scoots and Gil, the more I just need to know what's going on
1: there. Scoots was telling me he has a they, have, they live in a three bedroom, and I was like, well, what if would you like a roommate? Can I can I move oh in? Oh God! And he's just like, <laughs> what do he say? He's like, no, only you, no, no. I'm like, I'm an easy, I'm a am a perfect roommate. I don't, I basically will just sit in my room all the time. I'll pay rent. I'm not gonna like, I I, I don't even want that much space. He's like, no, Scoots doesn't
0: approve of the weed smoking. <laughs> i think it's Gil, he's blaming it, it. it on gill yeah uh your boy says they're texting in
1: oh which by the way happy birthday say happy
0: birthday say he
1: is for for three months at least i can officially call him old man over me he turned 44 today wow and i will give him crap until my birthday and i turn 44 in april so for three months
0: yes you will be my mitch uh, he sent a link to, I guess, BBN has taken out a billboard oh, near the NCAA Eligibility Center that just says, hey, guys, free Big Z. I don't know. Is, it, is the billboard thing getting played out a little bit? Or is it? Am I like, it's, yeah, it's like seven or eight. Yeah, it's played out, yeah. More okay. like 10 years ago. Uh, I mean, like, I don't think that's going to what could, what could change be, anything. What can replace the well billboard? Um, what about skywriting? I do like skywriting. A little bit higher cost, I think. Okay but less permanent too less permanent gets the job done in most yeah. cases unless you have a bad pilot who's like you know it's like what does that say <laughs> <Rirudo>. <laughs>
1: well or if he crashes i mean I don't, I don't remember that skywriting yeah i mean but i uh, i mean what about like what about like old school like uh like the, the tagging like the like the like graffiti the, yeah graffiti art like do that i think graffiti is still pretty popular just, yeah. just judging by my trips on the highway <laughs> which i'm still Ever since you brought that up to me one day, I've still bring it up like
0: how do they get up there and do that? I, so like at, and like, more importantly, I want one day in my life I want to see someone up there actually doing that's it. That's what I told you. That's yeah. I, had, I had a whole radio spiel about how like you never see it. And then I think it was, I never brought this up on the show, but like one of the, the days this summer when we would do the show in Jeffersonville, I, I was coming back down 64 West and there's like that you go through that tunnel. Yeah. And there was a guy and a girl like up there above the tunnel. And oh. I assumed that he was getting ready to graffiti and I was like I was like oh, I was like I see one cuz there's a little bit of graffiti up there. But like you know, how do people get to like the over like the signs that are just kind of out there? Like I'm always amazed. And I also kn- I don't know what any of the the terms mean. You, you think that like it would go mainstream a little bit, but I think like, there's a huge kind of near my house there's like a, a big sign that has like the word bloke spray painted on it yeah. I'm like What's that I see I see it all the all, on my home as well, yeah. I don't I don't know anything about graffiti culture. I Nothing. Think. I want to be enlightened <laughs> a little bit.
1: I just yeah, just one day I want to see somebody. Whether it be on the side of a highway, I I'd be okay seeing them painting one of the trains that I see go by me all the time with all the graffiti on it. Like, where does that
0: start at? I don't. Know. What, what, what does it mean? <laughs> what does it mean? What does it all mean? What does it all mean? <laughs> Let me know. I need to get ingratiated into graffiti culture. I, I'm with you. I I so I just I, I just Twitter searched or Google searched this bloke, and there's a Reddit thread on on like the Louisville Reddit site that just it has somebody who had. Spray painted on one of the streets in the Highlands, just said, "Who the bleep is Bloke?" <laughs> is it just a person? Bloke has hit the streets hard this last month. His tag is everywhere. Right, Louisville has the Reddit or tag. her tag. Oh yeah, I mean everybody has a subreddit. I don't, I I don't know Reddit at all. I'm i a shocking development. Right? The only
1: time I know I know I've read it, but the only time I I've, I've ever clicked on anything involving Reddit is if I'm googling something and just like that seems to be the best answer. Mm-hmm. And that's that. That's about the limit of it
0: says the Dennis Evans situation perfectly encapsulates the Kenny Payne era men's basketball ridiculousness, overshadowing the other achievements uh, like last night's women's basketball 1,000th victory, uh, also the exhibition loss the day after the Wake Forest win, etc. Although this time it was truly out of their control, this blows. The timing's never been right. Well, there's never if the timing's never going to be right for bad basketball news, but it does seem like you know every time we try to. Yeah, you, we would have like a good football news or you'd be excited for a game and it's like, here comes Kenny Payne with the opening. I'm like, not now. Stop. We're not doing this. But
1: I don't think they can control last night. And it's like, I have a thing I feel bad most about with this other than obviously the situation is that it's like you have people that like I said, you know, before, like probably don't believe it because of the way Lillie's there were handled. lots of people last night. And they have every reason not to believe. It. I mean, I know sure. we live in a world of like, you know, conspiracy everywhere, but I mean, <laughs> you you point blank saw Kyle Louwell and a lie last time. Why are we not why what's to make me think we won't we should think they're not lying this time? And right. I, I agree with I don't think they, they
0: aren't, but And it doesn't help either that you just had still it's just a boy that cries the wolf, you know, scenario. Exactly. It, it doesn't help either that we just, you know, had two new guys on the injured list uh, last game, Trey White and Emmanuel Alcour, four, and you're like, Oh, you know, what's going on here? Like what what's that? Like just at this point, nobody's gonna believe anything that comes out of the camp because yeah. it's gone from like, trust KP, he moves in silence to like KP just lies to us about everything, so why should we ever believe him? Which like that's the risk you run when you mishandle a situation as badly as Louisville mishandled the Karan Davis thing. Yes, sir. Texter says, uh, what is the text line's obsession with Dusty May being the next head coach? His dollar store Roy Williams routine and refusing to call timeouts when his teams are trailing will not work here. To quote the great philosopher Randy Jackson, it's a no from me, dog. I don't think the text line's obsessed with Dusty dollar May. Dollar story Roy Williams. I mean, Dusty May comes up a decent amount, but he hasn't come up as much as some other guys. I, I, I think that, you know. Well, I think he's.
1: I think his name comes up because, A, he's, he's on the younger side of a lot of the names I think we've talked
0: about. Am I correct on that? I mean. Yeah. I yes, and he seems primed to make a jump to the next level. Yeah,
1: exactly. And he's... Listen, I don't want to say he's not going to be good. He's not going to long term, but he has kind of got that flavor of
0: the month to him. I mean, coming off the March run,
1: not much like Tang.
0: Yeah, and, and you know, they're having a successful season again this yeah, year. They, they just got Arizona. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, they just just lose more to Florida Gulf dude. Coast as well. Um, but he, I mean, I, I, like he's going to get a bigger job probably after this year because he brought back all the guys from last year's team. I think most of them are out of eligibility this year. So, he seems the logical. Right to jump, yeah, yeah, he's going to go somewhere bigger, and the, the question is: Is Louisville too much of a, too steep of a jump for him? Um, and I don't know. Maybe like you, he's one of those guys though that you kick yourself if like we hire more of a proven. Come let, let's say we did hire Mick Cronin, and Cronin comes here and he's just he's whatever. We we go to the tournament a few times, but ten years down the line, we're like, yeah, you know, he, he he did what he did at Cincinnati, made us consistently good, but never great. And then Dusty may go somewhere, and ten years later, like he's won a couple of national titles. He's consistently going to you know Final Fours, and we're like, damn, you know, we we could have had that guy. I think that's the risk you run when you have somebody who's not as proven, at least at
1: the level that we're talking about. Dusty would be wise to jump at this with all the people he said, like you said, with almost pretty much like the top like six players leaving after this year. Uh, Would be smart to jump and not. Not get cocky and be like, I'm going to stay like like Barnett did at Northwestern too no, long. He's, he's going somewhere. Yeah. That, that, now, that also said is two things. One, I know it's not been talked about as much heavily as, 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 you know, as, as it is in Louisville, but. You're talking about Indiana? He is an Indiana graduate, yes. I don't, I don't
0: think that that would go after him.
1: That second part is that when I go to Google Dusty May, the first three things that come up are Dusty
0: May contract and Dusty May Louisville. Yeah. I mean, it, like well, because I think we're the job that. <laughs> you know, Seems Louisville, obvious, Louisville yeah. fans aren't googling like, "Hey, pit matchup." Like, Louisville fans are all googling, "Hey, Louisville Jerome Tang." Hey, Louisville Dusty May. Hey, Jay Wright, Louisville. Like they, <laughs> all of our like, the text lines. We're not going to have one text today being like, "Break down the pit offense for us." How do we match up? It's all going to be coaching search all the time. Now they're going to send it for the next two. And a half, yeah, they probably will. <laughs> which is fine for the next two and a half months. But you know, uh, Dusty May, he's got ties to. USC, the, the, there's some talk out there that Andy Enfield might be looking to move after this year. You Ooh, can see goodness. that job opening. I mean, I could see him. He doesn't have direct ties to this program, but NC State's a, a job that I think would fit him if they choose to move on from Kevin Keats after yeah. this year. But, I mean, like, I, I think he'll be in play for Louisville. But a lot of guys are going to be in play for Louisville. Josh Hurd will, and he's already. I'm sure he's already on it right now, he'll leave no stone unturned. Like If, if there's a viable candidate out there, he's going to at least look into it for sure. But I, I understand, like, Dusty May one of those guys. He checks some boxes. He doesn't check all of them. There's no question about it. Texter says, I ho- uh, have Trevor say this person's name. Uh-huh. It's a link to a tweet. Oh, God, no. No, we're not doing that. Uh-huh. I, 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 I've seen this one going around. Is, is it real or fake? It's real. But uh-huh. you, you you are not saying the name. Uh, No, not. Yeah, we're, we're not doing that. I'm a... <laughs> No, that is that is that real? Yes, I saw it. Okay. I saw it coming up last night a little bit. All right. Texas match a Game of Thrones character that resembles that dude. <laughs> Each coach on the men's basketball. I'm not going to do this. Match a Game of Thrones character that resembles each coach on the men's basketball team. No, I don't want to do that.
1: Who's the worst characters? Stop. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like KP is the uh, is uh, the Tyrell uh, the dad, not the grandmother, but her son. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? No. The the goofy one with the beard and the bald head, he goes like the Bravos to get him money and he's he's just treated like a buffoon.
0: I don't know. A well, okay. Game of Thrones fans no. Texas, thanks, Trevor. Oh, he parlayed all of our picks from yesterday. My two ones in your one. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, buddy. Cost him some money.
1: <laughs> I'm sorry. I meant to I I didn't say I didn't say Buffalo. I didn't say Colorado. I said Arizona, people. Can you hear me? Buffalo. <laughs> you should just like,
0: I did say Buffalo. Somebody did take The Bills pick.
1: The very last text thing is probably right out there. So my goes, He definitely said Buffalo. Yeah, you 100% did. I don't right. know. Okay. At this point, now, I, don't, I don't want to claim myself yeah, either. Yeah, yeah, don't say Now me. I'm just like, Screw it. I don't care. Because I didn't
0: know what you were talking about. Then you're like, My guy, Tad. I was like, Oh, Colorado. Texas, y'all, y'all got to start getting into the NBA. I'll send you my league pass. <sighs> I don't think I can do it. You know I can't. I didn't see the Lucas shot last night. That was cool. Uh, what do you mean, Lucas? You mean the, uh, the the Jokic? Jokic, yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah wrong yeah. national player there, buddy. I saw the, yeah, uh, <laughs> they all look the same to me. No, they, uh, no. I saw that beating the Warriors. That
1: was, was cool. I did now, speaking of the NBA, I did see Mark Jackson's quote today, which I loved, actually, because I, I know people are going to hate on him for it, but I think he's 100% fact true. When he said, speaking of Steve Kerr, some people are just born on third base and they believe they hit a triple.
0: Well, I don't think that's true at all about Steve Kerr. It is.
1: Steve Kerr just he Mark Jackson built that team, and Steve Kerr took the glory for it. I mean, are you really, going Chris, criticize somebody that's built one of the best? Like, like no, best I'm team? not, because Mark Jackson built it, he's won five championships, and he should thank Mark Jackson for most of them. Five as a player and four as a coach. Well, the player. Well, I mean, let's be honest. As a player, he did the same thing he did as a coach. He rode the coattails. I mean, I think that that's pretty I unwarranted criticism. I don't know.
0: Look, it's been like it's been like twenty years. Yeah. I mean, that's really- and
1: sadly the team is pretty much the same as it was when he took over. It's a testament to him. Testament to Mark Jackson. I agree. It's, Mark Jackson's a moron. Oh well, no, yes. Steve, and Steve, if he's a moron. than what's Steve Kerr? A, a, a greedy little coach. Okay, no. Steve I mean- Kerr's a Steve Kerr's a phony. Steve Kerr's a phony? He is. He's a coattail triple phony, yes.
0: I do love how everyone gets mad. The, the, the text line's always like, Trevor's NBA takes are the absolute worst. And you admit that you don't pay any attention to the NBA, but when you give it, very No, take, I, I, you're I give very it sometimes. Strong.
1: No, it's not that I don't pay attention to the NBA. You I just just don't said watch you don't
0: it. pay attention to the NBA, and you're never going to watch it. You literally it. said it two minutes ago. Really? Because I'm the one that got the right player's name that hit the shot last night. At least. <laughs> you congrats
1: on knowing yeah, the NBA. Congrats
0: on knowing who hit a shot. Yeah. Who doesn't pay attention now? I said I don't pay attention. Okay. I don't give strong takes like Steve Kerr is. A so phony. if you don't
1: pay attention, then how can you say I'm wrong? I mean, uh,
0: fair point. Uh, okay. Thank you. I think it's. I'm not saying. I mean, I think that he's won four championships. I think anybody who's won four championships as a coach in ten years. You also, is not he also. He also
1: had a fifteen and fifty season too.
0: Cool. He won four championships. Mm-hmm. It's like saying Coach K is a phony.
1: Well, Coach K didn't take over for a, a, a team like he did. <sighs>
0: Jesus. Texture says, Mike, did you earn the block from Nolan today? He was blocking lots of media today. Let
1: me check. Hold on. I wonder if he blocked me. Trevor, nobody's blocked you. <laughs> <laughs> You're
0: about to block me. <laughs> uh, He's not blocked me. Aww. not been blocked he hasn't tweeted since like he announced his cameo before christmas so i don't know why he's because he why why give it
1: away for free i don't know why he's you want to hear pay. you want to
0: hear his opinion you got to pay cameo now for it yeah he's not been very active on twitter recently but i guess he's blocked i didn't know did not know he was blocking people uh texter says I wonder if i am blocked why do the women sit on the opposite side of the scores table than the men because they're their locker rooms over there i never even noticed that yeah the men's locker rooms on the other side of the U.M. Center. The women's locker room is on the, on the flip side. They, I didn't know they had separate—I figured they, just, they don't use the same locker room? No.
1: Okay.
0: We're, we're not a poverty program. <laughs> we. we have <laughs> our own locker rooms.
1: <laughs> I think the kids are sharing toothbrushes, too. <laughs>
0: Texas, what do you think about Lamont Paris in South Carolina? Young guy, Power 5 experience, stacked wins in the non-conference, currently in the ESPN bracket, used the portal, did well at a mid-major— we should learn a lot more about his squad this month. I, I thought he was a weird hire at South Carolina when they announced. It. I think I even said it on the show. But he's done. I mean, you know, they're they're fine. I, I'm with you. They're kind of doing. South Carolina has done this. It's not just a Lamont Paris thing. They've done it for years. They did it when Frank Martin was there. They don't schedule anybody in the non-conference. Remember, they were like the last. I, I want to say it was like five six years ago. One of the Frank Martin teams was the last undefeated team in all of college basketball, and they ended up not making the NCAA tournament. They just they they played nobody. And then they, you know, the SEC started and they weren't very good. They've been a down program. He's definitely made them better. I mean, I'm looking at who they played this year. They beat Virginia Tech. You know, we couldn't beat. They beat well, that doesn't say anything. Right. The only top 50 team they've played is Clemson, and they lost to them away by five, which is not a terrible loss. But I think you're right. I think we'll find out more about them as they get into conference play. But 12-1 and one is, is nothing to, to scoff at. Um, yeah, it's nice to see
1: it. it it's definitely nice to have a coach that can, you know, win the out-of-conference easy schedule that's supposed to. It,
0: like, I mean, we'll settle for that so, at this point. Sometimes, yeah. We get, we're we looking to crawl before. We're not looking to run down the street. We're just trying to get up and crawl at this point. And he did. I mean, he took over a Chattanooga program that was very down when he got there, and he steadily made them better and got them to the, the, the tournament in 2022. They should have won a game. They had Illinois beat and just kind of fell apart late. So It, it does worry me his one loss is to the rival, though. Yeah, but, I mean, it, Maybe it's, a it's, little a, bit. it's a Clemson team that's supposed to be a lot better than them. and. That is pretty good at home. So it was a mm-hmm. it's a competitive game. They did I think if I'm if memory I didn't watch it, but I remember following along. I think they led for most of that game and then kind of fell apart late. I just see they lost by five, it looks mm-hmm. like. So, yeah. Texas, what's the deal with our ball state six seven tight end decommitting? I've got no idea. Uh, Tanner Coziel going back to ball state. At least <laughs> would you rather have that happen than him? Like, decommitting and then going to Texas A&M or okay. Michigan State or I, something. You, you,
1: first of all, get out of my head, and if you're in there, you might want to bring a washcloth because it's a dirty mind. That's I wanted to ask you that. It, it, does that make you feel better? Because yeah. the fact he's going back to Ball State, wouldn't you almost, like, think, well, how good really is he that he's going to go back to Ball State? Or that it's just, like, it's not like he... Like, if, instead of, like, Florida State come... Come running after him, or something, you know, or right? Somebody that you consider a, a bigger, you know, a bigger school.
0: I think you, like, it, it would sting more if it was like, hey, we got outbid from an NIL stance, or he just saw this said school as having a better chance to go to the playoff than Louisville. Like that would hurt a little bit, you know. I think it just maybe one of those deals where one he saw the crowded side end room and realized that he wasn't going to be maybe like the, the, the star uh, of the show, or two was, you know, there's something to be said for just being comfortable in a place. Like, like I, you know, I, I I like going to school here. I enjoy my coaches, and I just, yeah. I, I'm, I'm going to come back. Like, I don't know. So it's a girl. Could be a girl. <laughs> I just, I mean, Could be a girl. The way you just know.
1: Muncie's the, finest. I mean, you, you just described it. Well, hey, uh, tied in. What was his name again? Tanner Crozier. Tanner. Tanner. Come on, dude. A, ten, a Muncie 10. Uh, a, 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 a Louisville 5 is a Muncie 10, okay? Come on, buddy. Come on back down. I've never been to Ball State. I don't know what the talent's like in Muncie. <laughs> I mean, Muncie's not even that far from here, is it? You can you could have commuted. Mm. How far is Muncie? Like, what, I've got no six idea. Six hours I've or so, maybe. I've it's never like, been it's central, that far. It's central Indiana. No, it can't be. It's not, It can't be that far. I think it's 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 south of Indianapolis. Two hours and forty three minutes. Okay, so just north of Indianapolis. All right. Yeah, it's a little bit north. It's it's actually pretty close to Dayton.
0: Looks like. I mean, I think of Muncie. I just think of uh, David Letterman. David Letterman. Yeah, yeah. or Bonzi Wells. Texture says, we will be at the game tomorrow dutifully cheering at any show of effort and engagement, but Lord, the mood in the car as we drive to the YUM is on par with driving to Grandma's funeral. <laughs> Good Lord. She was a great lady and had a wonderful life, but we're still so sad. And Trevor, thanks for tipping your door, Dasher. My daughter was home from college and dashed over the holidays, and the tips were abysmal. The fancier the house, the worse the tips. The modest homes and apartment dwellers were the most generous, probably because they understood and feel the grind. So good job, Trevor. I always I always add up on the on the tip. I'm like you. I go to the one up from the –
1: Yeah, and in, in, in some cases, like, for example, last night after uh, I watched, you know, Tad Bull ruin my dreams, I ordered some t- – I didn't play. I was like, I don't even play going out. But I was like, I don't like driving, so I'm lazy. I'm going to order Taco Bell on it. And, like, the one up was five. I gave him seven. You did say you were eating Taco Bell at, like, 1230 last night. It was, it was like 12, yeah. <laughs> I didn't even finish my. I didn't even finish my all my uh, steak uh, grilled cheese burrito. Happy 2024.
0: Which, by the way, you're still not wearing suspenders. No, well, I I couldn't have gotten them in this this quickly anyway. This is supposed to be the year of the suspenders. I, the suspenders will will, will will big be here. X big suspenders. But I don't get. I'm wearing a different sweatshirt. Are you? I haven't seen you. Oh
1: yeah, it's just a yeah, it's, a, it's an Eagles one, but it's just a different one. So just the same, it's basically the same. <laughs>
0: yeah, like, I, think a I don't think I have any little sweatshirts right now. I'll be honest with you. I, I think I am wearing my Shady Ray's long sleeve tee for like the second time this week. Which I didn't even get one. I know. I, I felt bad. One of the days where you were gone, it was like a couple months ago when Scoots <laughs> was in, and he was like, he's like, those Shady Ray's long sleeve tees are amazing. <laughs> like we were we were talking about how much we wore them. <laughs> I was like, everyone had a gift bag at the golf scramble besides Trevor. I was like,
1: it's still bo- I it mean, should bother yeah. you. Now the only thing that gets me get away with like rest of my mind at ease is that I'm probably thinking no matter what the shirt wasn't gonna fit me anyway. It's
0: very stretchy material. I don't know. I don't
1: know, but still, I still would like the gift bag. Now got, they could have
0: give me some sunglasses. Like
1: I know, speaking of t shirts, and and unfortunate uh, the the one of the downfalls of being the big guy is that sometimes they don't they're hard find shirts that fit. Uh-huh. Um you've seen the the Denny Crumb Legacy shirts, right? From home field. Yeah. Yeah. I could. I didn't care. I bought. I bought it. I don't. I know a three X ain't gonna fit me. Don't give up. Nice. I bought one. It's anyway. a good shirt. I was like, I just used my have promo it. code. Oh no, I didn't. I wish I'd known that. Chronicle fifteen, man. Why fifteen? Saves you fifteen percent. Oh, Okay. <laughs> um. I wish I'd known that. But yeah, I had. I had to get one. I because a buddy of mine sent me a text that he got his, and I was like, I was jealous. I can't. He's like, he's you know, like, he's like, you should just buy one anyway. Like frame it. I wish I could get an autograph, but that's, you know, I don't know here or there. But, but yeah, I was like, you know what? That's Because when we went to the Final Four and 12, I was so excited. And I, there was a lot of places, like, there were shirts I liked that weren't my size. I still have them. I bought mediums and larges sure. just because I wanted to have the shirt. Yeah. Same when we won the national title. They're shirts I've never worn. I think they still have the tags on them because I knew they weren't going to fit me then. They're not going to fit me now. But I had to have them because of the
0: time. I unfortunately have national championship shirts that fit me for a while that do not fit me wow. now. But yeah.
1: How is that? You've lost weight since then. Nah, no, well, I did. Back, yeah. I mean,
0: I lost when I first got sick. I, lost, I got down to like less than I weighed in eighth grade, which was terrible. And now I'm back to being like the heaviest I've ever been. So it
1: Makes you feel better. You weighed less than I did in eighth grade, too, probably. <laughs> <laughs> you probably still do right I now. I was going to say. Um, what
0: do you weigh right now? I'm I'm. Are we I'm not allowed to ask that. I know we can't ask Sure. I mean, okay. I'm like I think 181, 182. Which yeah, is, I weighed
1: more than that and probably eighth grade.
0: I, I know it doesn't sound like a lot, but for like my body type, it, it, it's it's. Well, I'm you're very, only five five. Right, exactly five five and a half according to IMDb, but like for the the five ten frame, like I, I very much look like grimace when I put on too much weight. It's just kind of like it's all like in the belly, and it just oh it's not God. a great look.
1: That's the sad part about me is when it comes to shirts. Like when you size charts, it will give you like the neck and the chest. Mine is on the belly, yeah. so it, it, the size charts just do no good for me whatsoever.
0: We're gonna try to get down to one sixty five this year. That's the, that's the goal. That's the sweet spot. Oh, good. We you. need to make that happen. I don't want to get down. I was like, I was one forty like six at one point when I was sick, and it was just I looked like a skeleton. It was I'm terrible. Trying, I'm, it was remember, awful. I'm like you want to do the card of like how much was gas, bread, and movies? I, like, yeah, I know. When
1: I weighed one forty six,
0: I mean, I hadn't weighed one forty six since I literally had to strip down to make weight in eighth grade playing football. Like that was the last time that I was around that that size
1: i'm willing to put money h was in office when i weighed 146 and
0: i don't mean i don't mean that well (laughs) speaking of like the feeling of sounding weird speaking of the feeling like you needed to purchase something i you know i I always try to avoid falling victim to the the the, kind of cool shirt of the moment like something that's you know it's a snapshot in time and if you purchase the shirt it's going to be obsolete in like three weeks but i saw all of the the Lions jerseys that had like 68 and reported as the name on the back, and I was like, oh, really, okay, I really yeah. want to get one of those. But then you know, if you get, like, by the time we get to the playoffs, like it, people will have forgotten the game, I think, and the joke's going to be a little bit stale. But, but I, uh, it, it was really, really good. I
1: told you a story about like when I, my Pretty Mitchell shirt days back, back in uh, when he caught the fourth and twenty-four against the Packers uh, in the playoff. And yeah, you know, these early internet days, obviously, this is what 2003, I guess, 2004, uh, 2002, maybe. I can't remember the exact year, but. Uh, and he, he did, and of course, the, the the website comes up with this, you know, 4th and 24th, I thank my hands T-shirt. And I'm so excited, so I buy one. And it, it was on back order, so by the time I got it, we had lost the next week in the <laughs> NFC title game. And it came like it came like the day of the Super Bowl. I'm like, to this day, I still have this shirt. I know where it is. It's in the bag still. I never even took it. <laughs> I, 20 years later, it is still in the bag that it had sent to me in. I never opened, never took it out. I was like, you got to be careful. I mean, why do I want? Yeah, you're right. Why do I want this now? I know. He got into a little bit of tax trouble, didn't he? Who? Freddie Mitchell? Yeah, back in the day. Oh. I'm, I mean, I can't imagine I'm catching
0: anything, <laughs> 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 let alone <laughs> it's going to break. we come back. More from you guys on the text line. 502 414 1450 is the number. Make your voice heard. It's your damn show. We'll be right back to it here on 1450 The Big X. Yeah. Back in, where's your paradise city? You know, no. songs about Louisville. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's from Indiana, right? And he's just thinking about coming down to Louisville. I just love. It. I mean, that, about Muncie. That was a real rumor. Like you know, I heard that growing up, and then I got older and I realized, like, oh, like every city says that this is about their city. And <laughs> yeah, it's, it's it's like a big thing where like they're like, you know, he actually wrote this about. Austin, Texas. Yeah, you know, it's. But I always heard from like various people like this is about Louisville, and then you're like, oh no, it's not.
1: I don't know if there was a Louisville version of it, but you know the the song by Who Who listens the news, the heart of rock and roll. Yeah, and they, he names like cities in the song. Supposedly, when that song was, the, the record company had him redo like like multiple versions of like the the city that they're going to send it to. I like Cleveland, Louisville, maybe Detroit. There was like different versions of that song. Just with like the verse where he's like the heart of rock and roll is in you know and he's the, the one here now is Cleveland, and, uh, I, and it just stays. That's when like the permanent one. But originally, when the song was released, they sent it to different markets with th- that city's name in the in the song. Hmm. I don't know if Louisville ever got
0: one. I doubt we did. I thought we're you know big enough at that point, but it'd been cool if we had. That would have been cool. Yeah. It is weird how different. Like there was a. I, I think I may have given it out as like a recommendation. When it was happening, there was a podcast episode I want to say a couple of years ago about this guy who you, you, you get like earworms, you get an old song stuck in your head out of nowhere and he had this song stuck in his head and he was talking to his wife and, and he was like, you know, you remember the song and he was singing the lyrics and she's like, I've, n- I've never heard that song in my entire life. And he's like, no. And he's like, he's like, I remembered all the words clearly. I'm going, I'm singing the entire song. I'm singing the chorus. And she's like, that's not a thing. It's not a song. <laughs>
1: that was a Mary Children episode, by the way. But yeah. <laughs> so he, he ends
0: up like going to Google and like typing in the lyrics, and there's nothing about the song. Like, he can't no. find. And he's like, I I know that I'm not going crazy. This was an a- actual song. He hires like a band, and <laughs> wow. like, like recreates the song. And he ends up finding like these very small references to them, like on Facebook from somebody's profile. And then it turns out at the end, I'll. I'll don't want to spoil the entire episode if you want to hear it but I'm, you probably aren't going to he, he finds out you know record production companies this is like in the 90s when the music is just booming like they're signing everybody to labels and everyone's getting a record deal everyone's making money they used to sign these just a ton of acts and they would send singles out to very limited markets across the country to see how they would yeah. do and so th- like this guy lived in I think like right outside of Kansas City and they just they, they played this one song on a pop station in that area for you know continuously for like a month and a half and then the the ends up not doing great and so that the band moved on and like that's what had happened that's, that's how he figured that's it out but the whole process like he called because he was like the guy sound it sounded like the it's kind of a bare naked ladies vibe and so he called the the lead singer from the bare naked ladies to see if he'd you know if, if it sounded familiar if he had any influence <laughs> the whole thing was was really really cool well
1: it's kind of remember i brought this up to you before the uh fast time rich my high song the play, yeah, the, yeah the scene. yeah. You're right. That they changed it out for the, the Timothy Smith song that you know the as we walked. Right, yeah, and it like drove that, you crazy. It, yeah, it's still kind of insane because like I, I mean, I've gone down the rabbit hole of internet and can't find anything about it other than like one other person being like, hey, yeah, I remember too. And the only, the only, uh, the only like actual proof that I'm not insane is that like one YouTube clip that mm-hmm. someone like recorded the, the 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 TV version of the movie of the week in like 1987 off their TV and they had not replaced it yet because like there's nowhere like, you can't find any. Like, you stream it, you buy a DVD of it, a VHS audio of it. I mean, it's been that song's been erased from time. It's, right. got, it's kind of annoying when that you, it when, is you wild. when it's out there and
0: you're like, and you know me, like things will itch in my head. I can easily make them be forgotten
1: in, in ways.
0: But, Especially in this day and age when there's so much attainable information, out yeah, but you still can't find something. You're like, I I know this is true. Yeah, this isn't the day. Yeah, <laughs> I mean when. And,
1: when I was younger, I had like the, all my encyclopedia. You know, the encyclopedia being so tournament and NBA and, and NFL, and I would just go to the book and read it. But you know, it was outdated within a year.
0: And now, yeah, everything's just right
1: there in our fingertips, right?
0: All right, back to the text yeah. line 502-414-1450. If you got thoughts on anything going on in the world of, of you know hell, world of U of L athletics, or just the world at large, it's Friday. Let's get to it. Let's <laughs> it's have your some world. Fun. It's your world. Damn it, Texter says, is Dennis Evans the most disappointing seven foot player in U of L history? I don't think we can say that. We've well, had some bad seven foot players. I was gonna say, even like yeah. health issues aside, I mean, like what I mean, we've had. And Clarence Holloway never even played here. Did Jonathan Huffman ever play? Oh, he, he did. Remember when he played in that UK game out of nowhere? He was like the first sub it. in the game. Did he, was... he went DiOna, I believe. Right? Did, after exactly yeah. right. And I was like, what are we doing? I had a friend who was obsessed with Jonathan Huffman. Thought he was gonna be like an all star. <laughs> Didn't pan
1: out. Now Millard wasn't seven, but he was like six eleven, I think. Or I don't think he. I think he was like six seven. I thought he was. He was listed. I thought at like six ten though. That that doesn't mean he's wasn't. I don't six, remember seven. him being that, but he was a forward. He was not a. Yeah, you are right. I mean, I, I, um, who else did we have we had him? said Belton's brother wasn't wasn't seven feet. He was only six nine, I think. I mean, Honest was seven foot. Yeah, uh, I, I think Honest wasn't disappointing, though, because there wasn't any there no. wasn't any expectations when he got here. He was fine. the The, the thing with the, the uh, and, and uh, the the, the I am not gonna say I agree with him, but the support that that question or that statement would be that of all the ones we're mentioning, none of them really came in with any flair except for Dennis Evans like no one I mean Halloway yeah he's the most highly touted for sure yeah because Holloway and like Huffman were like under the radar more guys I feel like if I remember right I now. think Holloway was a bigger recruit than than you might you, wouldn't, you might remember it better than me but I just I don't remember him being like some like move the needle recruit though
0: I think he was a big deal at the time I could be again I could be wrong it was a long time ago he could have been a top 100 Huffman might, have been, uh, Huffman might have been top 100 I remember being excited about him uh, yeah Huffman was a decent recruit was Malik 7-foot? I think he was 6'11". I think he was listed at 6'11", yeah. He may have been listed at 7-foot at some point, but I think he was 6'11".
1: Yeah. I mean, of course, then again, what was it? Uh, Terrence Jennings, or not Terrence Jennings, but uh, who was the one from PRP that got in trouble? Uh, Farley. Yeah, he was listed at like 6'10", and that dude was almost like, he was like 6'7", 6'8". Was man. he really? Yeah, I stood next to him I was like, there's no way this dude's 6'10". So I've stood next to I've stood next to Rick Smith's and, and seven legitimate seven footers, even though Smith's a seven So we
0: have, according to the Louisville game notes, we've only had five seven footers in program history that have played. So that does not include Holloway, who'd never suited up here. Technically. Dennis okay. Evans, Honest Mahmood, Jonathan Huffman, Felton Spencer, and yeah. Mott Stockman.
1: I mean. Spencer definitely wasn't under under underwhelming. He he, I think he met all the goals. Yeah, I mean that's
0: a pretty easy question. Which one of those five was the most successful at U of L? Yeah, I mean that's <laughs> a
1: better question. Who was second? Oh man, <laughs> that's probably <laughs> honest. Yeah. Oh yeah, you're right. Yeah, that's nice. there. There is actually no question there. That's who's <laughs> <No> third? <laughs> Put them in order for me.
0: Texas says, have you heard if Evan Conley is coming back for next year? Jody Demling still lists him as a scholarship player that has eligibility for next year. Does he? There's no way he has eligibility. I mean, he came here He's with, got gray in his beard. He came here... His <laughs> first year here was Satterfield's first season in 2019. So, I mean, I I, I, so I, I guess he does he's have... He's like at 24, isn't he? He's got to be. So, he. this will be his... So 2019, 2020, 2021, 2022, 2023. That's five seasons, but he only played in one game. Remember, he had the, the the hip injury last season. So you can redshirt, like he can use a redshirt. So he technically does have eligibility if he wants to come back. We may not be done with the wild con. <laughs> Hell, he may have two years of eligibility. It's not left.
1: going anywhere. It's the con gone wild. Gone. Yeah, he was born in 01. You have a player born in more than the '90s still playing college football. Son? Oh, I'm sure there are.
0: <laughs> Texas says, "Give me some big bets for the weekend, and please post on Twitter in case I miss." Yeah, we'll have to do the. I haven't even looked at the stuff, so I mean, I've got a parlay for tonight that I'll give out at the end of the show, but I've not looked at tomorrow's lines. I don't
1: know if there are any out. So. I mean, I know I'm 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 going big on Washington again on Monday, but that doesn't help you for the weekend.
0: Texas, what's a song that or a band that everyone likes but it irritates you a lot? I feel like we've had this question before. Hmm. What's a song that a lot – well, I mean, this is an easy answer for you. Well, like, yeah. There's... Any song made after <laughs> 1993.
1: <laughs> Anything done by uh, Little uh, Wayne pretty much for me. That, that, Yeah, that dude is the Steve
0: Kerb rapping. Still managing to date yourself by trying to go with someone <laughs> more moderate. Uh, two Chains? Um, <laughs> I will say – and I did, like, Journey Don't Stop Believing. I, <laughs> it was like really popular when I got into college. Now is that now is that, be, is that be just because you it just get hear it so much? Yeah, yeah. There's, yeah just like, I'm that
1: way with a lot of foreigner songs, pretty much too. I mean, I could do I could do without jukebox hero again in my life. Yeah, um, the, I tell you the, the one that always really annoyed me, and I'm going to have to go back to the '90s for this, is the one that um, the band the the not the verb not the freshman but the one that is did a bittersweet sympathy. I, yeah,
0: the, you voice those up. I
1: hate, that song just, I don't know what, it, I always hated it. Like, it would come on the radar and i just turn it right away.
0: Now, the last time that we did this, I, I gave this take, because I do remember this question coming up when we were across the hall at the old studio, because I remember being like, I don't even know if I want to say this because it's, it's going to get so much backlash. Yeah, and so. then it ended up not getting, like people, a lot of people agreed, was, I, I like the song, but Hey Jude by the Beatles, do we need the th- <laughs> two and a half minutes of Na 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 Na's? Uh, yeah, like when, <laughs> when people say it's the greatest song of all time, I'm like, could, yeah, maybe if we had like 20 seconds of na 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 instead of like it just goes on way too long. I don't need the, the two and a half minutes of they're still doing it. You sound like Judy 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 I'm like, on, just end the song, it's over.
1: You sound like Ed Shireen, bloody Ed Shireen.
0: Ed Shireen,
1: memories in the movie he changed it to a It's dude. not his name,
0: isn't it? Ed Sheeran? Ed Sheeran. Oh. That dude. That's his Good name. God, <laughs> it looks like Shereen. S <laughs> h e e r a n. Does not at all look like Shereen.
1: <laughs> does to me. I, I don't know what it is. No, I do know. He's got one song.
0: The uh, the uh, the love the I'm shape, in love of, with the shape yeah, of you. that's the only song I know about him though. Texas says the Dennis news is so sad. I was so excited for him this year. The only bright spot. This sucks for us so much, but for uh, also more for him. I hope everyone can support the kid. I'd love if Cards fans could do something for him because that's going to be so tough. Got to feel for him. Yeah, for sure. It's, yeah, dude. A it's terrible sucks. situation.
1: Imagine being that age and like, your your dreams already just taken away from you. Yeah, it's
0: Texas Mitch ain't no uh, b word. It's the Mitch Henderson. We're, we're getting hitched to Mitch. <laughs> Texas is a great Colorado pick, TK. Yeah, yeah. He he was look. he he gave you he gave you Virginia the night before. <laughs> what more do you want from him? He's 50-50.
1: Hey, well, I guess I technically didn't give you St. John's, but even though I did like it, yeah, the night before that.
0: Texas says classic Gill, classic Gill, classic Gill. Gil. Love classic Gill, classic Gill. Texas says Scoots and Gill, <laughs> definitely not Jan Hoover and Climbles. Oh also. my, what well,
1: nice pool, by the way. I mean, come on, is this somebody the only person on the text line older than me? <laughs> I love the Gill references. <laughs> Do we? Do, just out of not curiosity. What do we know his real name? No, because when I saw, the thing was when I when I met him at the uh, at the scramble, did I you was call like, him, Gil? I said, "What's up, Gil?" <laughs> like...
0: in Texas Stetson Bennett never got a degree. That's right. The, the, he did he not? Seven years of Georgia.
1: Well, it, to be fair, for Stetson Bennett, for someone who's moved from school to school at least once, th- th- he probably was just lost uh, tr- uh, uh, credits in translation. Transition, you know, just. It just, that's what happened. Otherwise, he would have graduated.
0: Texas Miami tight end uh, sends in a Daily Mail story. Miami tight end Cam McCormick, 25 years old, petitions for an incredible ninth year of eligibility as he aims to seal the longest college football career in history. I don't even know how you can do this. Like, like, what's the the justification for getting a ninth year? You, you, at, at the most, you should probably have seven seasons, right? You have the COVID year. You can have a traditional redshirt, and then you can get the extra medical redshirt year. I don't. I, I don't get how. Well, wouldn't the COVID be an extra? Wouldn't that make it an eighth? Because you—well,
1: no, you're in COVID. You get one shirt,
0: like medical. traditional redshirt yeah. year, like you're sitting out. It's planned. You get one medical redshirt as an extra. Like six is 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 supposed to be in normal years, like the most most eligible you can possibly have. Now it's seven because you've got the COVID season. Is there? A, I don't get how you could have an eighth or a ninth. What's happening?
1: I'm trying to think. Is there there's no? Is there a way to get like a? a is there a loophole between like walk on and scholarship? Maybe. I don't think so. I don't, I don't think could, so there's, there's some
0: loophole somewhere though. Yeah. I did like back in the day Mark Titus had this idea of he's like of course it's Miami, he's they like, never graduate. He's like, I think you should be able to just play college sports as long as they'll have you. Like you know, you can just keep finding classes, keep taking classes, and if you're thirty three years old and you feel like you're not good enough for the NBA, but uh, like basically you get to play until a college team's like, No man, you gotta leave. You <laughs> you can't play any longer.
1: Shouldn't there be like a rule like but you can't you have to pay your own way after like a certain point? No. Just play as long as you want. <laughs> just keep you on scholarship. Why team? not? Been on scholarship for 19 years.
0: There are no rules anymore. It's fine. We no. could still have Peyton Steve a running point right now. We Let's could have the it.
1: first ever like player coaching in college football history. David Padgett. <laughs>
0: Let him play and coach. He's still got some life in him. I, yeah. I mean, he's, he's, he's rested now, right? I liked somebody. I think it was Kevin Sweeney of Sports Illustrated was like, I enjoyed the idea of Louisville just having a, like, a David Padgett behind a glass with a in case of emergency break. And he's like, comes sprinting out every time there's something bad and just coaches the team and does well. Come walking down the tunnel like he's Willis Reed. Could happen. Nah, you know. Could happen this year. Texas Bloke is a graffiti artist, so that's what he writes. I hear he's kind of a D. Well, he's, he's a bloke. We know he's a graffiti
1: artist. We, we kind of established that. That's how, right?
0: I mean. Can I start writing Mike on stuff? Cron? I'm just start graffitiing big X everywhere. Just put bacon everywhere. Bacon. <laughs> Trevor's at it again. How did he get up that high? <laughs> like, uh, tre-
1: that's a question that's you, never been asked. You're like dangling from an overpass, <laughs> I'm like, oh my god. It'd be like Van Wilder when <laughs> the guys
0: free Van, free Van. They drop him. <laughs> Is that Trevor? Is like hanging onto an overpass with one hand and somehow graffitiing. He's 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 amazingly athletic when it comes to graffiti. I would have the worst graffiti. I because I, can, I
1: can't draw worth with a, I a I can't either. My handwriting like terrible. my. Oh, I, I I never thought I thought you were exaggerating Tom I once saw you handing me a note. It's terrible. I, mine's not much better. I agree. But uh, TJ and I have the exact same handwriting. <laughs> yeah, all of a sudden, everyone here has bad handwriting at this point. We leave each other notes here. <laughs> like no you, you can't even them. tell who's yeah.
0: like, who's written what.
1: But I can't draw. Like I'm like I, I screw up stick figures. I, I I'm just like I. I can't even play like the hangman game because I can't even draw the stick figure, <laughs> right? It's so messed up.
0: Texas, can we call the coaching rumor segment the Goodbye Kenny advent calendar where each day we keep up the excitement <laughs> with a new coaching rumor?
1: Now do we have to do we have to make it to the last like over like the
0: <laughs> Kenny. It's been nice. Uh, hope you find your parents. my voice is still messed up I, I was about either. to ask why well, are you going to hit puberty at some point during the chorus yeah I still have like the sore throat for like the last 3 weeks I can't hit like Virginia asked me like play like dolls and stuff and be the voices I can't do the Mickey voice right now my voice is still so kind of messed bad. up yeah I do
1: like the advent calendar idea though like every we open it up and there's like a little, which would be like bad santa version like this one's got a razor in it I mean 80 days of Coachmas. I mean, yeah we just <laughs> From, from, uh, we we'll do it from like Monday
0: up until the last day do, of the regular do. season. It's like in Christmas vacation with that little music. Yeah. Do, 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 to like open up, it's like, oh man. <laughs> we got Frank Martin. <laughs> That's the razor. <laughs> this one's an aspirin. Texas says, uh, as far as the air riding pilot comment that TK made, do you get your money back if the air riding pilot crashes? It's a little macabre.
1: <laughs>
0: that, 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 it may be macabre, but it's still a good question. Don't, don't
1: tell me you wouldn't ask it if it was your, if your situation. I would not. <laughs> I
0: would. It's terrible. <laughs> I mean, I feel bad, but I mean, come on. I did to really get my money's worth, right? Texture <laughs> says, Seth Towns of Harvard is an eighth-year eligibility senior, and he still is eligible to come back next season because he hasn't used his COVID season yet. He's been hurt a bunch. I think he also just – but he, like, walked away from basketball for a couple of years. Like oh, okay. So he's – yeah. He's the guy who did Harvard. He went to Ohio State. Uh, I think he went to New Mexico. He's been a bunch of different places. But if set the way stepped
1: away, you know, like, uh, like Robert McCune went to the you know, military or well, – there's been multiple players in basketball, too, that have, like, you know military service and come back. Yeah.
0: Party. He's at Howard now. But he, his first season was 2016-17 of college basketball. But then he, like, didn't play – from 2019 20 or 2020 21 and then, like, again for a couple of years after 21.
1: Like I said that was, uh, I remember, I'll never forget the George Mason when he almost beat uh, Maryland. I want to say it was the year they won the national or maybe a year before, we year, year before, after, where they had a big man that was like 28. He's like, he's 28 or 29. Yeah, we looked it up one time. Yeah, he was, and he, he saw, but he was only like six, seven, but he was, you know, he's a man. It was insane because he had done, you know, he'd, I don't think he only served time, but he, you know, he, uh, not like Cron Butler. Remember, Kron, people forget Cron Butler left as a sophomore, he was 25. Jeez. I mean, I know Garcia, remember the whole Garcia age thing was a big deal. Yeah. When he left, he's a junior. He was, what, 24, I think? Now, he didn't have – his was just getting late into the game. Crom Butler, unfortunately, had to serve a couple years in jail.
0: Yeah, I think Francisco was a 20-year-old freshman. He, yeah. So he, when he left, he was like 23. Yeah. Uh Texas, my parents know the – no, they don't. They don't know the family. I believe the K&I portion of that name is pronounced like night. No, it's
1: not. No, I had somebody did send me uh, uh, how to pronounce it uh, properly, though. I'm, we're not doing it. No, it was, <laughs> it was. It was. It was. It was cleanly. It was. Uh. Uh. Yeah. It's. 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 It's pronounced with like a hard A.
0: Texas, talk about the Seattle Reds trading for Disco. Anything other than men's hoop. Disco Inferno. Uh. Discoffani. It, it, we got him back from the Mariners. I didn't know he left. Well, yeah, he's been gone for a while.
1: I don't know who he is. <laughs> oh, oh, Disco. The I know who you're talking about.
0: Yeah. We are. I mean, we're. I don't know. I don't know what to think about the Reds. I, I, I'm worried that we're going to take a step back this year. Well, I mean,
1: now would that be a step back? You didn't expect to take this much of a step forward this year, though.
0: I didn't. I, I didn't. But you know, we'll see if this disco deal gets uh, a yeah, whatever made, does something. But
1: All right, so you're saying disco's coming back? Maybe. Disco maybe
0: coming back. He's going to the Giants now, but we'll see if it goes around.
1: Right. Y'all should come out. The team should come out to the ring. My bad. We're going to go to break.
0: Uh, we got five o'clock hour on the way next. We'll re hit on some of these t- topics, get back to you guys in the text line, and look ahead to the weekend that will be. It's the Mike Rutherford Show here on 1450, The Big X. Opportunity to wish New Orleans and the Bulldogs the best of luck this season. It's going to be a special season. Thanks for making New Orleans. Albany- um. Hour.
1: You think the song's about coke? What? The sugar mean coke? Probably. I, would, I don't know why. I never. I never. like, My mind. I'm with you, kind of like mostly. I'm time I'm like, oh, that's about drugs. But for some reason, I guess because I heard the song as a kid. Like I never like associated the sugar being like booger sugar. It might not be. I always thought it was. I mean, first of all, how I was associated with it was strippers, but that's not the point. But it could be sex. Yeah. I was. I was because it's just a popular stripper song. It is. It was, and probably not anymore. Like this <laughs> like showing my gen showing my age again, but when's even. the last
0: time you were a strip club? Oh good lord.
1: <laughs> I was about to make a bad joke, but I'll tell you off the air. Uh, <laughs> two days ago? No, no, I haven't been I mean honestly, I mean because I 'cause I'm not not that I don't like approve. Now maybe it was when we did the remote at, at PTEs.
0: Jeez. I, I, I legit- Actually,
1: yes, it was. It was their the two were mostly the PD. Now before then it was uh down in New Orleans during the Final Four. Which was not a very good experience because someone left our friend's window That's down. That's right, yeah. I remember the story.
0: I, I don't think the song's about cocaine, in all seriousness. I think I, just, think, I think it's just sexual. I I thank you. I agree. But there I feel like every song, when you like look at song meetings, I'm like Oh, it's uh, it's about drugs. I, I, I didn't know that. And it is an 80s song, so it's easy to like assume that they're like, talking. Here comes him. the sun. Oh, it's about the sun's actually cocaine. <laughs> okay. Didn't know. It's about somebody getting high. Could you think you could
1: take any song and twist the lyrics sure. into believing that it's about drugs of some
0: kind? Yeah. Not doesn't to always be
1: coke. It could be, it could be heroin or it could be you know, Backstreet heroin. Boys, I want it that way.
0: That's- I want it that way was <laughs> talking about being high off cocaine. You are my fire. He's talking about coke. I thought
1: we just this is a summer game to play. Yeah. <laughs> o Town, nothing or all. No. no.
0: About
1: okay. cocaine. I was about to say bump and grind, but that pretty much tells Heroine. you the title. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, That's what all these songs are about. Hey, Jude.
0: <laughs> Weed. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah. A little bit lighter. A little lighter. <laughs> Different era. What a way to start the five o'clock era here. Uh, 1450, Nice. He's won the Big Ace. You made it to the weekend. You've got Cardinal basketball to keep you company tomorrow. we <laughs> yeah. be taking on Pitt at uh, noon. That will be the game time. We've talked nothing about the game. We probably won't change much about that uh, during this hour. Louisville is – I haven't seen the a point spread come out. Well, these are going not come out till tomorrow, probably, right? Yeah, I mean, every now and then for some of the early Saturday games, it'll come out, like Friday night. Yeah. Louisville's an eight-point underdog on Ken Palm. I'm going to guess the actual line is is like 11.5 or something like that. Uh, It probably gets bet up too, but uh, Pitt is not good. That's (laughs) that's one of those things. We're talking about being a double-digit home underdog to a Pitt team that also has not won a game in the ACC yet. Um, Probably not going to be an NCAA tournament team this year. They are are coming off of back-to-back losses in league play. They lost uh, to Syracuse away by 8 and then at home to North Carolina on Tuesday by 13. Uh, no real big non-conference wins of uh, of any significant note. They lost to Florida, Missouri, and Clemson. Uh, beat West Virginia, who's you know not great, but still uh, okay. But I still have no, – like, these are the types of pit teams that you're like, in most years, we're going to roll. And instead, I've got no confidence in our ability to really keep this thing any close.
1: I know that they – I agree they, they aren't the same team they were last year. But if you go by last year, they would have covered eight points in both games last year.
0: Yeah, I mean, we're, Including we're, ta- at Louisville, we're talking won. about last year being a behemoth. They won a first four game over Mississippi State. <laughs> like the- I know. Well, they didn't go Sweet 16, didn't they? No, no they went to No, the they did yeah. They got hammered in the, in the second round. Yeah. Uh, I mean, well, that's about 11, but yeah. It's a pit team that, you know, we had beaten 17 of 18 times before – you know this this current three game losing streak we had just totally had our way with the panthers you know they'd fallen but you know that streak started when they still were fielding some pretty good teams under Jamie Dixon, and then obviously we had our way with kelvin sampson because everybody did and we're not intimidated by the beginning of the jeff Capel era but recently you know some bad pit teams have been beating us pretty pretty thoroughly I was gonna and say, probably continues tomorrow
1: Pitt feels like the first like crack in the dam of Louisville. like cuz in the in the uh the last mac year after you remember we talked about when mac left and you know I remember we got beat by Pitt mm-hmm. and, they, and that was I remember coming in to, do, listening to the show and we're like We don't lose How the do Pitt. we lose to Pitt? Yeah. This pit was I mean, because that was a bad pit team. Yeah. We talked all year about how like this team just is giving up. Jeff Cape is not trying. I mean they beat us an overtime
0: uh in and it was like Mac's that was, first year. And then but then we did beat them. Like but we beat them earlier season. that year, I thought. No, they they beat us the first time we played in overtime, and that was the first like bad Obviously, We beat them first, okay. They beat us in overtime in January. We went to at home and beat them by fifteen the next month. Okay. And then but then like you know, in, in twenty twenty, they we we actually we beat them both year both times in, in that year. And then in twenty twenty one, um actually we beat them again. So <laughs> Chris Mack, not much of an issue with Pitt until the very end. And then they did beat us um in in the year where Mac left,
1: no, we you no know, we we beat them first, then lost to them. Right, we split. Yeah, but yeah, I was like you were saying we lost to them, then then we beat them second
0: time. You're talking about the last year, yeah, Max last year, yeah. Originally, I was talking about the first season. Oh, okay. But yeah, the second year we did split. We, we lost yeah. him them the first time, and then we, we his beat last them. season we beat them by three, and then we were like we were like that's a bad team. And then we got just we we just came up totally
1: flat at pit. Yeah, right after Mac, and allowed. then you turn
0: the page to the Kenny Payne era. We lost them twice last year, 75-54 at know. home. And then on the road, didn't go any better, Ninety-one fifty-seven. Nope. That's what we're walking into now. So three-game losing streak against the Panthers going into this year, which is uh, wildly depressing, mm-hmm. as all things are, going to pertaining the, to the Louisville basketball. This one's going to the zoo, right? Is it the, zoo? It's in a, the, the Oakland zoo. zoo. Oakland Zoo. Why is it called? The, is it Oakland, like the neighborhood?
1: Section. Is that like a neighborhood in, in Pittsburgh, Oakland? Sure. I should ask Say's kid, Taylor. He went there for a year. There you go. Ask him about it. Of course, he probably wouldn't know.
0: Yeah, so it's always time to the dorm. <laughs> uh, the name Oakland Zoo is used for basketball cheering sections. Only the football cheering section in is used is the Panther Pit. There's no wonder
1: why it's a, there's it doesn't translate. I don't know. Uh-huh. Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> and that's your pit breakdown for the weekend, ladies and that's gentlemen. That's all you're gonna get. We're not getting any more. That's it. We're not getting any more now, what, what was? Where did the big guy transfer that that that, that annoyed us up there? That always got injured.
0: Uh, real quick, by the way, the name Zoo yeah. is, is self-explanatory. Oakland is the neighborhood of Pittsburgh in which the okay. university resides. There that's you go. what I figured. I figured yeah. it, was makes
1: a, sense. I it was a neighborhood or street, yeah. It makes sense. That was a given. yeah. John Hewley, where did he transfer? Because I saw him
0: play the other day on TV. He like, was good, and then he did Oklahoma, nothing. Oklahoma, that's what it is. He, he did nothing for them last year. Jamarius Burton stepping up kind of. Well, he got hurt. He only played eight games last year. Is that what it was? Yeah, he played eight. I think and, even when he was healthy, though, he wasn't doing much.
1: Yeah, eight points a game, yeah. I, and severe, all his numbers, yes, severely dropped from the year before of his sophomore year. Where he he you know. was a beast a couple of years ago. But I knew I saw him on TV just the other day, and it was yeah, the Eds, Oklahoma. I knew I, I was thinking, like, it's going to drive me nuts. Jeff Capel
0: may be on the outs. Again? Well, he was on the
1: outs in that season of Chris Max
0: last year. Not this year. Maybe next year. <laughs> I think that could happen. Well, he's, he, hadn't been, he hadn't been very good. But they went to the tournament last year, which is their new expectation. This is what you get when you push Jamie Dixon out. Be careful what you wish for. <laughs> We've talked about the the Dennis Evans news at the beginning of the show, which is, if you haven't heard, uh, has not been medically cleared to play anymore at UofL. He will not play at UofL again. Uh, very sad situation there. Certainly not great news for the basketball program, but more importantly, terrible news for the, the young man himself who had a bright future. We talked about the, tie, the the transfer portal news. Louisville losing Tanner Kozio, the tight end commit from Ball State, who is apparently going to go back to Ball State. A couple of big-time visitors in town this weekend namely Penny Boone, the Mac Offensive Player of the Year, running back from Toledo, is in town this weekend. Would love to land him, especially uh, before he goes to Tallahassee and visits Florida State. All that good stuff's been happening. We've also been hearing from you on the Thornton's text line at 502-414-1450. It's kind of a, a weird weekend ahead, not just Louisville playing Pitt and men's basketball, but we mentioned the NFL last week of the regular season, but not a, a ton of excitement there's a couple of, of playoff spots still up for grabs but a lot of teams have locked into their playoff spots and aren't playing their starters in the, in this game it is sort of like a it's a second bye week for a lot of these teams and it makes the games a little bit less exciting
1: what is I guess the Miami Buffalo is probably the most on the line in terms of at least winning the East right I think
0: yeah the winner there wins the wins the East the What's, loser will be what the six seed or something
1: dang it sounds right you would be there'd be a 10 win
0: season which would put them behind Cleveland 11 yeah
1: Oh no! Well, Kansas City's won their division
0: now. I mean, I, I guess the most exciting thing is the battle for the seventh spot in the AFC. You've got the Colts, the Texans, the Steelers, all with nine and seven records. Uh, you know, there's there. I guess there's still technically a battle for the yeah. last spots so, in so, the
1: NFC as well. See, the Ford Seed is three wild cards. So Buffalo is Buffalo and Cleveland are the two clinched wild cards. So yeah, it would just lead to yeah, unless there's some kind of weird tiebreaker with Buffalo having ten wins and. Pittsburgh, Indianapolis, or Houston winning a game and getting ten. So I guess those are all fighting. Those three teams fighting for two spots. It
0: seems like yeah. Or Denver, who's at nine and nine or eight and eight as well. I don't know where they rank. And you guys, I mean, you know, you you have to take care of business yourself, and then you need, I guess, Dallas to lose to Washington to win the East and get the, the two seed.
1: It'd be the first first back-to-back winners in almost almost 25
0: years. Probably not going to happen. You, you guys are looking more like the five seed. I well, I mean, granted, the playoffs is not a problem. We clinched the playoffs like three weeks ago. Right. Yeah. I mean, you're in the playoffs, but you – I mean, honestly, like, I wouldn't hate being the five – like, oh, no, you have to play the Buccaneers. Like, you're probably I, in pretty good shape But there. we have to go there at least. But still. That's one downfall, but yeah. I still wouldn't – like, if I'm you, I'd rather be you playing at Tampa Bay than the Lions potentially hosting the Rams. The Rams are red hot. They're resting their starters. They're going to be the sixth seed. I'm hoping we can sneak up and get the two, but probably, you know, we we need the Cowboys to lose as well. We actually we, we need both of you all to lose. Who's going to be the seven then? If the, would it be the – The Packers? Yeah, that's what it looks like. Or yeah. – They've the, clinched, right? Yeah. yeah. No, they're The Seahawks are, are still right there and, and the Saints are they have the same record so the, the packers if the packers win i think they hold all the tiebreakers. if they lose you know they need would need both the seahawks the saints uh and i guess the falcons to lose uh falcons are seven nine, so i think they're pretty much well i guess they could go eight nine if exactly else that's what I'm saying. yeah so still a lot of uh, scenarios out there for same the same last except for the
1: bears in minnesota i assume too as well
0: no the bears are out oh the vikings are still in technically
1: it must be. I mean, that's some If they win, they'd be eight. So that's no different than Atlanta's schedule. But I guess there's the Bears,
0: breakers. according to tiebreakers, are out. The gotcha, the gotcha, the, gotcha. the Falcons, if they win, have a thirty six percent chance of making it. The Vikings have an eleven percent chance of making it. Saints fifty one percent. But Packers are winning. They're so, in. Okay. So yeah. that's which is always fun. Yeah. Who do they play this week? Uh, the Bears. Oh. Ooh. Yeah. I mean, last year they were kind of in the same exact scenario and lost to the Lions, where you know the, the you know all they had to do was win the game, and you know, the Lions had already lost their chance of making the playoffs because the, the Seahawks won earlier in the day, and you know, Dan Campbell did some Dan Campbell stuff and broke Packers hearts. So, the Bears, I'm sure, will want to try to do the same thing.
1: Yeah, I'm getting from a uh, a Packer fan and, and and normal reputable source that uh, yeah, if the if the Packers win against Chicago, it is pretty much Chicago. I mean, Green Bay and Detroit in the playoffs. Which, if that's well, the line's already in. I, well, I know, but I mean, I, I don't know, like, in terms of like on the field, but if getting Green Bay would be just like poetically perfect, right? I mean, the team that like knocked you all out like three years in a row in the playoffs
0: and the nights. Well, 90s. we're not going to play them. They'd be the seven, but we're going to be the three. We're going to play the Rams. Oh, yeah.
1: would you rather play Green Bay though, right? Yeah. I mean, but that would be just, I mean, also just be like it'd be perfect storytelling, right? Well, I mean, this is—I mean, Rams. I mean, is a team that, Rams like,
0: Lions is pretty good storytelling too, with Stafford first golf Well, that's
1: that's a very good point. Yeah, I still like to argue if Detroit. I mean, I know, man, if if Sam if La if Rams don't get that one Super Bowl, I mean, you all won that trade, right? I think
0: so. Yeah, if like if the Rams had lost in the NFC title game that year, and- or lost
1: in the Super Bowl, maybe they lost the Super Bowl. Yeah, I mean getting to the Super
0: Bowl is still a big deal. I know it is. I I think I mean you you make that trade even if it means you know Stafford's best years are going to be done. and You're going to lose in the long run for the Super Bowl. Like you know if now if we win it this year, then I think you 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 look at it and you're like we're better set up for success in the future. Yeah. And you know we, we have the same same many Super Bowls. Like I, I would take us in that trade, but yeah, I, I think both sides got what they wanted out of it.
1: Yeah, because I broke it down with like the picks of all the players that you actually acquired when it was all said and done. I think I sent a text to you that one day it was like. So pretty. I mean, you got Gibbs, Laporta. I mean,
0: obviously Goff, the safety that's been playing real well. I can't pronounce his name from Syracuse. TJ says, by the way, it'll be Packers at it'll be Packers Lions if the Packers win and the Rams lose. Okay. Well, that's me. I mean, then the Rams are rushing their starters, so I would take that. I'd rather play the Packers. I think both would be like be careful good, what you wish for. I know, I but know. I would, you know, I'd both would play be the good storylines. Still, yeah, I'll take it. God, don't let TJ break my heart again. I mean, they beat I know they beat us on Thanksgiving. God, I mean, now I'm having flashbacks to UK beating us and the Packers beating the Lions on Thanksgiving weekend, and I'm now I'm scared.
1: Not so much, like I said, when you all were at your best in the 90s, you lost to Brett Favre was a, was a pain in your rear. He beat you twice. He was. Including the one, I think one of them was at like the last, like 20 seconds on the clock, the touchdown to a wide open uh, Sterling Sharp.
0: And look, we beat the Cowboys in our last playoff win. mm mm-hmm. so, well. Maybe we can see them in the second round. All kinds of fun storylines. 502 414 The Thornton Stacks line. We'll get back to your thoughts here. Uh, let's see what happens. Uh, Texture says, Sorry, I had. Oh, it's the guy who wanted you to say that name. I had to send it in, but somebody is going to have to give the dude a nickname before people get fired. Yeah. Uh, people keep asking about the Nolan Smith. I'm, I'm more worried
1: about the dad's kids and stuff growing up. Yeah, I mean. it's, it'd be a
0: tough look. I would change my name.
1: Yeah, I would too. I thought that the night in from the Green Bay
0: had the last name was always difficult. Well, it's like the, you know, there's a. <laughs> I had a friend growing up whose last name was Raper, and I'm like, I would probably just change that as I got older. It's like you know, <laughs> like, you, you you know what the references are going to be like. Are there any Hitlers out there anymore? Oh, that's actually a good question.
1: Like, just I mean, because we, I mean, we are like what we're we're ne- we're nearly almost 100, we're 80 years removed. I don't think the shine has. Is
0: <laughs> I mean, shine the right word? By the I way, I don't think the shine is I back mean, on the Hitler name.
1: it w- hasn't
0: exactly been destigmatized in that almost century? I mean, it was, it's, <laughs> time doesn't always remove the thorn from the rose.
1: I mean, like, I'm sure. I'm not saying it's in the same level like with Dahmer or something, but I mean. it's
0: Imagine being <laughs> Jimmy Hitler <laughs> I mean, You're in class and they're like, I mean, he, he had to have siblings, he had brothers, right? Adolf did and they're calling roll, it's like I mean, Davis, it's like- <laughs> Anderson, Hitler. <laughs> It'd be tough, you'd be signing up for a tough life. I would change my name. I know, I know, I mean, Eva
1: Braun didn't have any kids, I'm pretty sure. So, I mean, but I mean, that had to have been. There's got to be some relatives, like a third cousin or something. It's, I mean, he I guess he just changed his name. Jimmy H. What's the H stand for, Jimmy? <laughs> I'd prefer not to say. <laughs> that's that's where all the Hasselhoffs came from. The Hitlers just changed them to Hasselhoff. Can we please move on? Okay. I don't know. These are things I think about.
0: It's, it's, it, I mean, it's a fair point. <laughs> I mean, I'm like, would you rather be a Hitler in Germany or America? <laughs>
1: well, I mean, probably Germany. Well, probably, yeah,
0: <laughs> Texas Mike, your friend dresser impersonation from yesterday sounds a lot like your Bobby Petrino impersonation. Could friend and Bobby have a brief conversation <laughs> <laughs> Bobby's laugh is is more is more muted. Bobby's laugh is like, yeah, yeah, I didn't know you could tie hair into hair. <laughs> Texas bloke is just a person's tag, a lot simpler graffiti, like a word or a simple logo is called a tag. Which is like a graffiti artist' initials, just something simple to say. Hey, I was here.
1: Well, first of all, thanks to Bloke is everywhere. Multiple then. SPU episodes. I knew that texter. Thank you very much. But it didn't mean I know. I knew it was his tag. I didn't think his real name was Bloke. Right. Like he's in like middle school and they're like, hey, Bloke. You know, it, which in that just like British slang, by the way. Yeah, Bloke is just like a, like a mate. A, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um. Yeah, but i still like to know who. He, I wonder who he is. Apparently, he's a D bag according to Reddit.
0: <laughs> well, is it because he tagged something they liked or is it because at what point could you get over like like you know you, 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 how pot committed are you to being a tagger like i mean imagine i was doing that in like my 20s now i'm 38 39 and i'm like i, I really don't want to do this anymore but i feel like i've got to people expect to see bloke on overpasses I wonder if he came up with bloke too by the way
1: who knows he's watching like monty python or something
0: i don't know Texas in the least surprising news on today's show Trevor felt lazy uh, last night and didn't want to drive anywhere so he ordered DoorDash
1: okay, it, it, it was not as much lazy as didn't it you have to give up DoorDash for a month based after your L UK bet <laughs> well thanks to the Christmas I, did, I I was able to I'm able to the, resurrect it because I Christmas got like gifts. Christmas gifts I've got like the, I, when it was all said when the smoke was cleared
0: I had like $207 on DoorDash on there. So I lived life in high school too I was like just make it to Christmas you're going to get some checks from the ants yes, <laughs> it's going to save
1: you but it was, it, there, laziness was involved, and, but it was, no, I'm shocked, but now you're sitting down over there, but, but it was mostly the, the two biggest factors was one, it was very cold outside and I didn't feel like putting my pants and sweatshirt back on. Uh, and two, and this kind of goes with laziness and still does is as I was driving home, my, my, my gas light came on it like right when I was pulling in my neighborhood and I'm like, if I go to talk about, it, I got to stop and get gas. And I've been in that situation, and before. it's cold. So I was like, I was like, but if I don't do that, then I got to get up early and get gas on the way to work tomorrow. Well, I went, through, I went route C, forgot about the gas tank, left the house on normal <laughs> time, and drove here with my fingers crossed, saying, I hope I got at least thirty miles in the tank. For the record, I'm here. I may call you at 10 o'clock tonight, seeing if someone can come pick me up after the high school game. Visit because the Thornton's very close. Because my car doesn't start, but...
0: <laughs> just cruising on in.
1: If the Thornton's as close as it is to us, do I push the car with Thornton's or just go get a tank? Go get, a like, a...
0: I don't think you would do either. I think you just, like, sit here. Just wait for somebody to come in the morning.
1: Uh,
0: <laughs> I probably would. I mean, I could leave my car here. I mean, Troy's
1: left his here for, like, a year now. <laughs>
0: Texas, can you ask Chris the Plumber how he's celebrating his favorite holiday tomorrow?
1: What's tomorrow? Oh, that's
0: right. Uh, yeah, it's that's January
1: the 6th. I, was, I, I forget. It. It's, it's, yeah.
0: Texas, how about we all take a random sport and become professionals at analyzing them and then report back? Start with TK talking figure skating, Ooh. Mike taking curling, I'll take the luge. Why do they all have to be like Winter Olympics
1: sports? That's, he does kind of, what are you saying about the Winter Olympics there, buddy?
0: What if we both got really into like Bundesliga soccer (laughs) that's a
1: German that's the German yeah yeah uh
0: we just came in here every Monday and we're like this is a segment talking breaking (laughs) down German soccer well
1: scoots would like that he's he's a Germany fan
0: Syria it's Italian (laughs) league
1: (laughs) AS Roma somewhere like in Chile or something what's the league in Brazil (laughs) Brazilian (laughs) Central America uh I mean figure skating I could do figure skating I would. I'd rather do figure skating than. I got curling. the. I think I got the best one. Yeah, I think you do. Too. I still. i I'm, I mean. I know it's. There's probably many people say this, but I. Because because my grandmother was a big figure skating fan, like I was. I remember watching when the Nancy Kerrigan stuff happened. Oh, I always watched in the Winter Olympics yeah. for growing up. Like it was especially back then when like the, that was the showcase event of the Winter Olympics. Let's not forget at that point, and, me, and the younger kids might remember your options weren't like streaming everywhere. You had you. We had cable, but it was still limited.
0: Yeah, we all were watching the same thing. Yeah, like, exactly. you were. I, I feel like the 08 Olympics was kind of the last year where that was the deal with the Michael Phelps. Spread. Like everybody was watching that same the relay against the the, the evil French team that was guaranteeing victory. And <laughs> like, like that was like I feel like that was the last moment we all were. I guess the Super Bowl kind of is, is the same. Is still the same well, every yeah. year. But like the Olympics now is just it's all over the place. Oh yeah, it's not. Yeah, especially with the yeah. It was easy. It was easier when you could just turn it on NBC and watch everything. Texas T.K. pays attention to Steve Kerr's press conferences, not the NBA. That's why he hates him. Do you hate the wokeness,
1: Trev? I didn't know he was woke.
0: Texas, I agree with Trevor. What Steve- goes under the definition of woke? What makes you woke? Anything that you don't like?
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's not necessarily true. It's woke, and I don't have to watch his press conference. I can watch him on the court and just tell you he's a fraud. Texas, I agree with Trevor. Steve Kerr's a fraud. Th- thank you. The- I didn't even read that. I knew that.
0: Even- yeah, yes, he he's a pro- he is a fraud. Texas, I have worked for several teams in the NBA over my career. Trevor does not need to share his NBA takes ever again. I'm aware he'll defend it after this text, but my goodness, please just stop.
1: Wait a minute. How, you worked for several, like, like what, the concession stands? Like, what was your job description? Maybe social media? Maybe coach? Yeah. And there's not he shares NBA thoughts again. I'm, no, I will share them, and you will like listen to them. And if you want to disagree with them, that's fine. No one's ever worked. Everyone's wrong at one point.
0: Texas obviously Bonzi Wells, Trevor. I did love his game in NBA 2K2. The Blazers with him, Sabonis and Stoudemire, were solid. I love Sabonis. Texas, according to TK's logics, Phil Jackson is a phony because he inherited Jordan and Kobe. Mm-hmm. Also, the last championship the Warriors won, they were either the best or near the top best defensive teams. That's coaching. Uh, yeah,
1: Phil Jackson is not a phony. He is maybe the most overrated coach in bat sports history, though. Who's the
0: best coach in NBA history?
1: You're not Larry Bird? Know. No, Larry Bird wasn't that great of a coach. Uh, Larry Bird was more of a game manager. I don't
0: know what coach. you have higher standards for, NBA coaching or women. NBA. I, mean, I love women. What are you talking about? I know, what? but like you think that you, like, you know, if it's not, you said Taylor Swift was not attractive and somebody else was not attractive. Well, no. Beyonce. No, 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 no. You're no, too good no. for Taylor Swift and first, Beyonce. First of all, well, not too
1: good for anything. But no, I never said they weren't attractive. I just said, I just thought they were somewhat overrated and. In the pedestal, their attraction was put on because there are many beautiful women out there that are not as famous as Beyonce. Trevor
0: turns his head to the right when Megan Fox so, walks y- into y- a room. Just doesn't care. Oh, no. Doesn't do it for him. If I'm
1: turning my head to the right, it's because she's uh, she's sitting to my right. Just doesn't even care. Oh, man. Um. I mean, you're gonna you're gonna laugh. I mean, NBA coaching. Yes, I'll take Larry Brown. I mean, I
0: don't hate that. Everybody I, I want to clearly see, knows what he's doing. I
1: want to see what you can do with the least talent, like as, as I brought up as a point with Kenny Payne last year. I want that's the that's coaching to me. When I see Steve Kerr not have the talent on the court and win fifteen games, that's a fraud.
0: Yeah, but like that team was so depleted, like they they, they lost like everybody. He went fifteen wins. I mean, I, I, yeah, I, I, I still to say he's a fraud.
1: and and, also, and I'm not saying he's a bad coach. I just think he's it's an overrated and. and it still annoys me because, yes, Mark Jackson put that team together. I'm sure the GM had some help with it, too, as well, whomever that was. And basically, he
0: just – Steve Kerr came in like Bill Guthridge and just, like, rode, rode the high of it. You realize there's, like, no list out there of the greatest NBA coaches of all time that's not going to have Kerr on it? Of course not. Or Phil Jackson.
1: Because people, you know, always just go with whoever wins the championship. But, but I said – you know what? I don't care. You all can mock me. You can make fun of me all you want. You, all, I, I, I got made fun of and mocked for twenty years saying the same thing about Belichick and Tom Brady, and now everyone's now recently everyone's going. You know what, Trevor? Maybe you were right, and I'll just wait until you come back and tell me I am right again. I told, I've said, I said it for twenty years. Belichick, not a bad coach, the most overhyped coach, a great defensive coordinator, and an average head coach with a great quarterback. But, I mean, like, like Larry Brown's on this list,
0: too. Like, like he's going to be, like, he's just a little bit lower. He's like 16.
1: And I'll say it again. I'll say it before. Bill Belichick couldn't hold Marty Schottenheimer's jock. (laughs) Are you having an orgasm over there?
0: (laughs) That's what, sounds like Vinegar Face. What is he doing over there? Are you okay? (laughs) Tucker says, Trevor, do you ever just consider, I don't know, maybe making food? (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> the sad part is is i ordered taco bell and i still did heat up some like twice baked potatoes and egg rolls out of the freezer oh, last night right. it was i didn't i'll give you two guesses what time do you think i went to bed last night i mean
0: four fifteen a.m no later first of all uh, I slash was, earlier i don't uh, even know how to phrase that that's a
1: good question <laughs> closer to now 5 a.m no 6 a.m 6 45 good lord trev I made it all the way to the end of uh into the uh in the season season six episode two what time did you get up 2 so you still got a solid eight hours of sleep is that eight hours sleep yeah it's math yeah
0: great, but I, great but, great but
1: eight hours is not for me i need i need like 12 yeah just for you just 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 for me <laughs> i
0: don't even know what to say to you Texture says, can you still get a Denny Crumb shirt uh, where and/or how? I think I don't know if Homefield Apparel sold out of them, but you can check homefieldapparel.com. I'm, I, I didn't want to say Promo code Chronicle15.
1: Yeah. I, I'll be honest with you. I couldn't use your password because I didn't get it from Homefield, actually. I just didn't want to say anything because I didn't want to give another sponsor. It's
0: the same. Is it somebody knocked it off the shirt? I don't know. I, I got it off Fanatics. Well, then it's a different shirt. The same shirt. The same shirt is on Fanatics? I'm 99% sure it's the same shirt. I don't think that that's possible. We'll see. When I get it, I'll bring it in and show it to you. Yeah, I think that's a different.
1: Uh, does does Fanatics not like own them or like have? Some I don't. Maybe, I
0: feel like Fanatics has a deal with everybody, so maybe I, they have I launched so, a deal that's with, what I'm with home field. Yeah. I, But I don't know. Like they're
1: connected with like in but Like I've gotten stuff from like the Eagles on there that's basically getting it from the the home this the team shot, but it's through Fanatics.
0: It sucks that they've monopolized everything, too, because they are terrible. Like, like they, <laughs> every time I order something, it's like that awful material that shrinks. Or And I, I feel like half the time, like, I ordered a bunch of Avalanche Stanley Cup champion stuff from them. Yeah. Like, three of them, like, just, they, they never even, and after like a month, they're like, sorry, we don't have this anymore. You're bleep out of luck. Like, two of them came the wrong size. They're just like, the material sucks. I'm, like, that's crazy, because I'm usually, that's where I get my hockey shirts from mostly, or was from Fanatics. From and i if you, you never look had a problem at some of their re- reviews, they're hilarious. Like, they, they, there's like jerseys that have the logo just like printed completely sideways and all this stuff. Like, they suck, but they've they've bought everything. It's so like every single NFL, NBA, whatever team shop is like through Fanatics now. Yeah, and it's uh, they do that. They it sucks.
1: I love it when you go on like their categories. Like, it's like you know NFL, NBA, and then you your teams. But you keep going down, and <laughs> I, I bought three shirts last night. And I bought the the Denny Crumb one. Uh, I bought a new Blue Jays t shirt. And apparently I have a category of pop culture with movies and uh, and music. And I bought a Hall & t-shirt last night as well. <laughs> <laughs> I can't help myself. You're ready for the summer. I'm excited. I'm like,
0: I can't wait to wear this Hall & t-shirt in here. Trevor's summer wardrobe. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be fantastic. Let's take our last break. When we come back, a few more texts from you guys. Then we'll look ahead to the weekend in sports, both on the hardwood and on the field. It's the Mike Rutherford Show here on 1450 and 96.1 The Big X. At Dennison here, inviting you to join me weekdays. It's a hard left turn. Well, this is a song you said you didn't know. Yeah, we talked about Nickelback a couple days ago. I do know. Like when you say it, I know it now, but I just surprised to hear it. I don't know. I don't. don't, don't, (laughs) by far my favorite Nickelback
1: song. I don't I, I don't know if it's because like, maybe it's, I don't take it seriously. I don't think it's supposed to be a, I mean, I, I look it's like a weird Yankovic song. I don't think they're doing I think it's. I don't think they are meant that be but it, to me that's what it is and it's
0: funny. What a way to go into the weekend here at 5 o'clock. Because we're rock stars, baby. Uh,
1: yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we're rock stars. We say skinny because we just stony. We get our drugs from a Pez dispenser. Get our meals to free. I'll have a quesadilla. Ha <laughs> ha. It's <laughs> my favorite <bear> song <laughs> Forget about that <laughs> <laughs> hold, on, hold, on, hold on Here we go for free. Oh, <laughs> <I got it. laughs> So weird
0: So weird it's, I don't know what. Strange time in music
1: why, When did this song even come out? Like 05 I think? I don't know <laughs> I don't know why still I'm a kiss of deer Ha ha
0: do you have a, any big plans this weekend, TK? First big weekend of 2024, new year, new you. What are you up to?
1: New uh, Lou? Um, nothing really. Uh, hope not to lose a lot of money betting. Blind date. <laughs> a blind date?
0: Let's make it happen. Do I want to go on a blind date with me? Yes. 502-414-1450 if you want to date Trevor tomorrow. Well, it's a good thing she's blind. Let me know. We'll make it happen. It's going to be great. It'll all work out perfectly. Let's get through... I've never known a blind person. Um, I didn't one to college. Did you? Yeah. He was uh, incredible on the piano. He would play like all the 50 oh, really? Cent songs on the piano. Yeah, it was great. He was That's in our dorm.
1: I just thought about it. Just, I've never known a... No, I take that back. I stand corrected. My grandmother, when she worked for hospice, uh, her, one of her very good friends was a, a blind man. I just now remember that. Because they used to drive me nuts because I was younger and he'd come over and the do- I, I wanted to pet the dog so bad. And you're, you're obviously not allowed to, uh, but he unfortunately- Once again, life is so hard for you, Trev. It's, well, yeah. He, Glad we're prioritizing. He unfortunately passed away long ago as well, but he was also older too. But yeah. I just now thought about that. So I do know. I don't need
0: deaf people. Everyone's pain somehow becomes your pain. Amplified.
1: Yeah, I mean, sure, he can't see, but I can't pet the dog. Yeah.
0: <laughs> You don't know what real struggles like. You don't know until you've walked a mile in Trevor Kelsey's <laughs> shoes. <laughs> Amen, man. 512-414-1450 <laughs> one is the Thornton's tax line. Let's take some text from you guys, uh, and then we'll look ahead to what's going on this weekend in sports. Texture says Tyler Shuck was born in the nineties to answer Trevor's question. You, you said no it, way. There call it, I know he, he's twenty four, so that makes <laughs> sense. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> I assume like what? What's his birthday? Because I'm assuming he'll turn 25 during the actual season. If he's already 24, um, let's see. I mean, like I said, September brother- 28th, 1999. That's nuts. <laughs> that's so yeah, he'll turn 25. I, I think that's the actual. That's the day that we play at Notre Dame. is September 28th. Happy right. birthday, Tyler. Let's you go get a I win in be South Bend. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you could. Now nah, that's not saying like there's a lot of college,
1: play most players college I probably should be able to say that about. Well, yeah, at this point, like yeah, can, but yeah, be. still. <laughs>
0: that's a scary, scary thought. I would love to see you be like a sports parent.
1: Uh, I would, I'd probably be like Barry Sanders' dad. I think you would. That's exactly just, how I view I'd you. Like, not Get up. Like no, I, I. But I'd be like he's fine. fine. or I'd be like he's awesome, but he's no James Brown. Or Jim Brown. Jim, he's not James either. He's not Larry. <laughs> he's not <laughs> Larry. <laughs> yeah. I'd, I'd probably be, I'd be like, if I was, my, my kid was like a great basketball player and currently in NBA, I'd be like, man, my kid is the best in the NBA now,
0: but he's no Kareem. I don't want the Warriors to draft him.
1: Oh, I did Steve Kirk fired. <laughs> you'd be like, you try to do a ball family, dad. <laughs> I wouldn't be that bad. Because I'm not going to be acting like I can beat Michael Jordan one-on-one. But I would brag about my my Saint Matthew's uh, accomplishments. I'd I'd be on Jim Rome
0: being like, "Yeah, Saint Matthew's basketball." Kind of like the Dr. J in that league. No, oh, same. Yeah. <laughs> my team when I was twelve actually broke Jay Buner's league record, which we did for the best overall record. <laughs> there you go. Oh, the Jay Bunner. That
1: was like the pair of the things I was a kid. Jay Bunner, Bears. You know he's from Louisville, right? Yeah. That's like you ever you said to he all your friends record. when they'd come up. You know, you know he's from Louisville. He, was, know, he moved to Michigan in high school, I think. He was right? the man,
0: yeah. yeah. Texas was Mike trying to imitate Herbert the pervert. I do a great Herbert. <laughs> I, do. I don't think I can do it, though, with my voice still, like, whatever, messed up. <laughs> <clears throat> Hold on. I was just waiting on the old uh. muscly on paper Paperboy to bring me the good news.
1: <laughs> I've got a friend that was in our fantasy league. Now club. you
0: about to piss me off.
1: <laughs> I've got a friend in our fantasy league that does that so perfectly. He he formerly in our league. He's not anymore, but... Like, I, is it weird that I want him to, like, do my voice my, voice on my answer machine in that voice? You should. Like, I just, I don't care. What- You've reached Trevor Kelsey. <laughs> yeah. If you want to leave some good news, leave a message after the beep. <laughs> leave me a message, and I'll get back to you just as soon as I can. If you're the paper Wait. boy, come on
0: over. <laughs> Waiting for the Muscle on paper boy to give me the good news. Call That's- me.
1: Well, more underrated skits when they get home and turn that answer machine on. It's like 100 messages from him. It's like, ah, bleep.
0: (laughs) Texas, Mike, that singing sounded like the perv old man from Family Guy. Yeah. 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 Texas, did you see that Dockage was caught using burner accounts because he accidentally tweeted from his own account? Neither of those statements surprised me one bit. Oh, this is hilarious. So the tweet that he sent from his own account, which is very clearly he thought he was logged on to his burner... When Dockich left ESPN, Big Ten Hoops became irrelevant on TV. Had to go other places. Streaming was one of those places. That's how much Dockich carried Big Ten Hoops on ESPN. That's hilarious. <sighs> the best part is look at his burner account name. No, no, no. no that, that's the, the, He's retweeting somebody else. Oh, I thought that was his burner account. No, like, he's not even creative. <laughs> the, 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 the thing is he didn't log into his burner account. Oh, yeah, yeah. So he's tweeting from his actual name. Oh, that's hilarious.
1: That doesn't surprise me.
0: That's wonderful. What would be your burner account name? Uh, well, I do now have a second uh, Twitter account because I had to do it for that Rudy's Dad piece. So my, my other account is Rudy's Dad Sucks, <laughs> which I saw the other day. It was like I accidentally clicked that over wasn't a, to it. A, that was available? <laughs> I only I accidentally clicked over to it on my phone. I was like, I've got one follower. And it was one of my friends from high school is following me on that that account. See, I've got to be I've, I, I That's one thing I
1: always like I'm trying to be because I have the station account on my phone as well with my account. And I like I'll like I'll retweet stuff from the station account, you know, like or I'll tweet like show the, the podcast from my when I do my phone. So I've always I think one time ever I got I goofed up
0: and sent a text like on my phone that I meant to send from my account to the station account. Have you ever accidentally texted like, the wrong person? Like you've, you've been talking about somebody and you've accidentally texted them.
1: Uh, I mean, i not into that manner. I have sent, I think I did this to you one time, sent a text to you that I meant to send to somebody else. I think you've done it like 17 times. Yeah, and it doesn't help that I have like six mics in my phone. And it's, I talk to you and a couple other people like regularly on the obviously mic. Um, but I try to do that as bad. I'm try, I am try to be better about that. I, I've had it happen to me. Not like talking about me, but, you know, getting the wrong text. Yeah. yeah. My favorite one time was when I I, I I got a bunch, this is years ago when he still, like, acknowledged knowing me before he got too big for me, and that's Jeff Goodman. Like, one time, like, I woke up one morning, and I had, like, all these, like, weird texts from Goodman. And I, I call him. I'm like, something wrong? He's like, he's like that's my fault. He's like, I I meant to. He's like, there's an assistant coach on Wake Forest's name whose last name was, like, Kelsey or something. <laughs> and he's like, and I just have you in my phone as Kelsey. He's like, so I accidentally sent you those texts. And I was like, oh, okay. Of course, now, now he doesn't even admit that he followed me on Twitter, and he doesn't even follow me anymore. He, like, got too big for me. Uh, he's
0: still he, we we still chat him. Do
1: you? <laughs> he'll, he'll probably pretend like he's like Trevor. Who like? And now, and keep in mind,
0: I probably haven't talked to him in like ten years. I, so. I mean, it's been a while. One of these days, I, I I do look forward to the time like thirty years from now when I reach old man status and I just don't care. And like, I get to tell all the stories that have happened over the last like 15, 20 years that I can't tell now. I will tell the story of a UofL official accidentally texting the wrong person. So that's great. Some very inside stuff. Um. It's a, it's a good story. Some tells somebody right now is going. It's not Kenny Payne. <laughs>
1: not
0: to not to my knowledge. You would least.
1: think that sounds like like if you were just bring that up as a tease, like in three years, ninety five percent of the people would be like Kenny Payne.
0: <laughs> this is the thing is like so you know we talked about how like there were all these stories from that last season of the the, the Mac McGee's year, and so now like like a lot of times people were like I can't wait to hear all the the Kenny Payne stories. Like I really I, I don't have that many like I, I, do, yeah. outside of stuff that you could like probably decipher already like like predict like hey like i had i knew people that went to practice and said it didn't look very good like that's pretty much it like there's not all th- there's some stuff that th- that is is weird but it's not like
1: do we know all the biggie story years i mean other than i mean we know people are beating each other up for chick-fil-a sandwiches and all but i mean tenders was yeah. it, i thought it was a sandwich was Stri- it tenders strips yeah uh, well that does make more sense those strips are good and they are great yeah, I was, I, <laughs> he's just seen the bloody battle. that went over the sauce. The best part was it was after one of the three wins that we I had. During the- that was.
0: I agree. That was. Texas says, can we please not have the Calipari KRC commercial play during TK and friends? Uh yeah, I. Did you ever do the the new Mike Rutherford spot where I'm talking about Amish? Yeah, you should be.
1: I don't know when it runs, but I, I sent it in. The day I sent it to you it was like, hey, I made this new. I sent it into the— I can not uh, tell if you were joking or not. No, I made it. It was a traffic. I did it with, I, I just sent it in our traffic manager to, to have it put in this rotation. Texas Willow well, will be looking at— I like that. Well, that was funny.
0: Texas will well, will be looking at Musselman. Uh, I mean, I'm sure they'll look at everybody. I think the issue with Musselman is, uh, I mean, he's going to demand a whole hell of a lot of money, and they're having a bad year this year, and— I think there are some some red flags out there that kept us from really pursuing him the last time that we'll probably I don't think they've gone anywhere so there's that. Texas says there's still a very good chance the Lions will play the Pack. I uh if the Rams lose and the Pack win, we play the Packers. TJ said that he's like if I'm you, I'd rather play the Packers. Cuz T- TJ's like he's very down on the floor I know he's been talking about Yeah, this. he's not. I heard, he's, I've heard him go on this rant before. And so. I don't think he's as
1: big on Jordan Love as, I, as even I am. I think he's got, I think he's.
0: When Jordan, I mean, Jordan Love looked like freaking Mahomes against
1: us on Thanksgiving. I mean, he's not as established, I think, as Rodgers was when he came in because he didn't sit around. As, he, he less experienced. But, I mean, Favre wasn't exactly, you know, Favre when he first came. He was pretty raw. I mean, no, his first pass attempt was to himself, technically. That's right.
0: Against the, it was in a Halloween game against the um, Beagles. Texas Browns are beating the Lions in the Super Bowl, Flacco for MVP. I said this like a couple months ago. My father-in-law is a big Browns fan, and before the year, he's like, I'm calling it right now Browns Lions Super Bowl. Yeah. I think he was like 60% serious, 40% joking. And now it seems like it's at least something of a possibility. <laughs> Same said, <laughs>
1: person back in December said Steve Kurt, make him say no. No.
0: I'll say no for him. You would take you would you wouldn't take Steve Kurt Louisville? I mean, we, gotta, we we've got the college version already, pretty much. No, we don't. <laughs> Texas says, "Can we acknowledge more often that Mike wrote a book? It's a cool thing and he should be proud of." It's Trevor's turn next with a poem book. I would uh, love to see you write a book of poems. the last <laughs> sentence, I was be like, "Hi, hi,
1: mom. I'm Mr. Rutherford." <laughs>
0: <laughs> I would love to see you write a book of poems.
1: Do they? It doesn't have to rhyme, right? No, technically not. I mean, but but the the iambic pentameter, wameter. I could. I mean, yeah, I could. I'll write a book. I could do poems. Yeah. Where is my door dash? I'm hungry. I need it in a flash. It was to be here in a flash. It was to be here in a flash. I don't have cash. Now they're getting less cash when they're getting the tipper will be less cash. I hope he has a great ass. I I, I want my corned beef hash. (laughs) See?
0: Done. (laughs) Done. Put it in a book. (laughs) Shell Silverstein. Texas put Taylor Swift behind a cash register and she's cute at best. Thank you. I think Taylor Swift's attractive.
1: I'm not saying she's ugly. I'm just saying that to say she, her, like, put, like, and I don't know why like, I singled out her and Beyonce, but I guess that's because they are like the, the two most put on a pedestal right now. Like, to say like, oh, there's those beautiful women. I mean, attractive, yes.
0: But there are a lot of beautiful women out there that have very less fame. Taylor Swift, if you're listening, Trevor Kelsey has no interest in dating you. Nope. If you want to go from one Kelsey to another, it's not going to be this one. Nope. I'll sleep with her, though. <laughs> Sure, she'd be privileged. <laughs> Texas, how does Trev feel about Greg Popovich? Uh,
1: kind of the same way. I mean, I, he amuses me as the old man, but as a coach, he is in the Phil Jackson uh, line. Phil
0: Jackson, yeah. Steve Kerr, Greg Popovich, not good coaches. I, not No, didn't say they weren't good. Frauds.
1: Popovich is closer to fraud than, than hes he's closer than, than Phil Jackson is. So Kerr, Popovich, frauds. Phil Jackson just overrated. I mean, Popovich has had some pretty good players, has he not? Yeah. I'm not saying – listen, I know you've got to have talent Most to Most coaches win. that win have good I players. I get that. But also those coaches don't, like, just completely poop the bed when they don't have it like Kerr and – well, Jackson never really had that opportunity, but Popovich has. And he's looked pretty bad when he when he doesn't have multiple Hall of Famers. You can still win and not have multiple Hall of Famers in the NBA, especially, not, especially since, since, since the 2000s. When the NBA has been as kind of weak and watered down as it is, and not there's just not a lot, you can do that. I mean, look, look the Nets. Look, I mean, the we went to
0: back to back with who with, won in the '90s without multiple Hall of Famers. Nobody exactly.
1: But you can still win. You can still go. You can still compete.
0: Steve Kerr doesn't compete
1: when he doesn't have it.
0: This, Trevor heating up freezer food isn't cooking. Can we send in some healthy recipes for you to pick one, cook it, and review on the show? Well, that's not gonna happen. Good no, luck. yeah, you can get me to review
1: it, but I ain't gonna cook it.
0: Um, I, I, there,
1: what I can cook, what you can consider cooking if heating freezer food isn't cooking, which I disagree, uh, is on one hand. Like I can make an omelet. I'm good at omelets. You can grill, right? You just your mom does it. Yo, yeah. I mean, but grilling, really, grilling technically. I mean, how much
0: more is that different than putting something in a microwave? A lot. I mean you prep it, you have to season it. You 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 heat up fire up the grill, sear it you can sear it if you want to in a certain way.
1: Most of those things I don't do except for the cooking part. And but by the way, does does we're using a foreman count as a as cooking, as grilling out? No. Well then we're on a borderline. <laughs> <laughs> so you just throw in like the unseasoned slab and just put the, the well, I mean, set the handle. I don't do I don't I I really don't cook a lot of steaks. I mostly do burgers like or hot dogs. If I'm gonna cook.
0: You don't season your meat at all? No meat seasoning? Don't put anything on that meat? Sorry, what was the question? Just nothing on the meat? No. I like it plain.
1: I'm going to say I'm a rock kind of guy. <laughs> You're a dry guy?
0: Fred Durst is a dry guy. Um, <laughs> Texas freezer food is already cooked, Trevor. Um, I mean,
1: yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm
0: reheating it. It's not cooking. It's so I had to make it from scratch Texas every time I hear the commercial for Wake Up 502 I crack up at the architect himself Thon Harrington who, who is that that's the that's Rashawn's co-host the architect Thon Harrington yeah Texas, I've, I've
1: only talked to him actually, I don't think I'm, I met him. he's a nice guy he just I like him he does a good job Texas says fanatics is the worst it, it really is I just so, haven't had the issue with him so I mean if, if,
0: until I do I'll agree with I can't. I can't say that What's your go-to vacation spot for you guys? Well, Trevor, for a lot of reasons, loves Gulf Shores. I do.
1: <laughs> Memories in the corner of my mind. Uh, plus, it's just yeah, that's that is right there. Yeah, I also like uh, San Diego's another. I think a really cool
0: place. I mean, I go to I, I go, to, like to, go Head, to Amsterdam. I got to Hilton Head every summer with Mary's family. Yeah, but if like it's my choice, like. I I would prefer, like, not to have a go-to vacation spot, just go somewhere different. I I would love to go to more places. Like, I enjoy getting to different cities and and doing different things, so.
1: But but the the city may change, but the atmosphere in terms of being, like, a beach-type town would be, I mean, like, would you say like that? No, be you know. No, I, I, you want like the rolling hills of like. Yeah,
0: I mean, I'd love to go to like like I I loved going to Colorado when we went to like Fort Collins okay. and Boulder and Colorado Springs and a bunch of different places. Um, really enjoyed getting up to to, to Boston. I would love to take like a, just a like New England trip. My dad, and my brothers did it when I was real little. I did I
1: did a I did a like one of those like um like Boston history um tours like we on did the bus that when i was when i stopped in we Boston, walked around yeah. we did the foot tour I, I did I, cool. we rode on the bus i did the
0: same thing in san antonio too which was pretty cool i mean i loved going like ireland was awesome italy was awesome yeah. uh i would like to do that a little bit more but it's you know it changes when you've got kids it's uh we're probably gonna have to delay all that stuff until they get a little bit older i mean if i ever left the country i'd want to go to the netherlands
1: that's that's the only really play i mean but there's other places in europe i'd love to go i mean as a kid i always wanted to go see you know uh, go to france and see jim uh, jim morrison's grave type stuff you know
0: Texas TV uh, trivia for TK: Who sings backup vocals for the Nickelback song "Rockstar"?
1: Oh, it's I I see the answer on there, but I didn't know the name. I knew it was Easy Top because he's in the video. Billy Gibbons, Easy Top, lead singer. I didn't realize it was uh, I forget his name, but he's in he's in the video, so it's easy to tell who it is. Yeah.
0: Texas says Trevor. Yes, you could be old enough to be these kids' dads, but you have to have sex to have kids. Not necessarily. Not necessarily. I could be your dad too,
1: buddy. Have you been (laughs) doning? Don't. I guess I could say don't, don't over bone. I could say don't ask me why, but I can confirm there are no sperm banks in Louisville. Are there not? No. I did you. You never gave anything for money, did you? <laughs> I mean, Other than your soul. My soul. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I think I ended up here. No, I never like donated plasma. I never did. Like, I've donated that. blood
1: and plasma back in the uh, back in my. Early days, I mean, I moved out of my first apartment when I was, like, 17. So, I mean, you know, money was tight. Danny
0: told the story on the podcast. I, but he used it, to get in college that he would get, like, a, injected with diseases. Like, they would give him, like, Ebola all and the, stuff. Like he, <laughs> he, he did that. Like, it was insane. I didn't, I never went that far.
1: But I did I did give plasma a couple of times. You made, like, you got 50 bucks. I
0: mean, that's a lot of money, dude. He, he got, like, $300. Yeah. He and I a mean, bunch of friends did it at UK. and I was like, I'm kind of jealous. You like, do, Got I, really sick for a week, but I was worth it. And I
1: gave blood a couple times, and but I, I, I looked up and and maybe I just didn't find them. But I never could find a sperm bank in Louisville. Like if there was one. I <laughs> trust me.
0: <laughs> I love that you looked. In
1: I'd have road. been. I'd have gone to that place way quicker, and I'd gone to blood and plasma. No, well, it's a lot easier. I mean, oh yeah. You can always think of the scene in Road Trip, but
0: like <laughs> if you smoked Tuesday in the last twenty hours, The guy's like, drops the like, Nope. <laughs> Texas, the Packers' defense sucks. The Rams are red hot on offense and defense. I prefer the, the Packers totally. Yeah, let's not
1: forget the Rams did just beat the Giants by one point.
0: Which... I still like they haven't <laughs> lost in like a month and a half. And the Stafford effect. I, I, I don't. I don't want anything to do with that. I, I'd rather play the Packers as much as I like. I would hate losing to the Packers more than the Rams. But I think we got a better chance. the past. By the way, real
1: quick, there was a text that kind of lost him. I thought I said something. And I was like, no, I, I, I did not say that. Yet. Yeah, I told him the word I did say. But right above that, I don't want to delete. lost in the translation, is he sent out a text that says there's a documentary on Netflix about the last surviving relatives of Hitler. He says he thinks he had nephews, but they don't have them. They changed their name, and they all decide not to have kids to make sure the family line ends with them. Wow. I don't like the last part of that.
0: That's kind of crazy.
1: That's Is that like heroic or just stupid to
0: do? Kind of a rogue. I mean I mean it'd be a tough life to grow up and be like, yeah, my grandpa was Hitler.
1: But yeah, but I mean you don't have to just because you have a, a, you have your own child doesn't mean it has they're gonna grow up to be Hitler too. No, right? but it's still it's like something they have to live with. I'm that's, sure you would carry a lot of guilt with Maybe you don't
0: tell tell them. I, well, I mean that's I guess there's that. I don't know. Yeah, there's different yeah. It'd be tough. That uh, would do, be a... Do you have, I mean, we, tonight we got some, we actually have some decent basketball, a couple, uh, a Big East game, a Big 10 game, top 10 matchup in the Big 10. <laughs> We've got NFL tomorrow. D- it, do you have a Big X, Big Bet that you want to give?
1: Uh, I don't. I don't. I'll just go with the last text we got in. I'd be like Kevin. When he asked Janet if she went, she went to the clinic behind the IOP.
0: <laughs> I've got a. That's my Big X bet of the day. Right I, I'm going to give him, I'm, look, I'm hot. Five you five, are. To five last night. I'm giving away, am doing a three pick money line parlay tonight. You can more than double your money with this. I'm going with UConn to cover, or not, not to not to cover. I'm going UConn money line on the road against Butler. Okay, they're only five and a half point underdogs. I still the spreads of some of these games I just don't like. Purdue they're now a ten and a half point favorite home against Illinois. I'm taking them uh, money I like, line. I do like Purdue on that one. And then give me the the, the night cap. Maybe you can cash out if you hit the first two. Boise State. On the road, taking on San Jose State, they're about a five-and-a-half-point favorite, it looks like. Uh, so, there you go. Moneyline Parlay, UConn, Purdue, Boise State. Get it done. Make some money. Enjoy the weekend. We're back on Monday. Uh, I think, Trevor, you're not back on Monday, though. Right? Nope, but we're I'm back on Monday. We're out of here. Have a fantastic down, Oh!
1: only locally on Sports Talk,
0: 1450 96.1 FM, the Big X Sports Radio, WXVW, Jeffersonville.